following is a special sports presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now, Mount St. Joseph Lions football is on the air on WDTZLP Delhi Township. St. Joe Lions football on Z98 FM is sponsored by Delhi Barbers, Greenwell Avenue, and Delhi Pike with no appointment needed. By Wishbone Tavern, Delhi Pike in the new Delhi Town Center. By Cincinnati Open Box Outlet, Glenway Avenue next to the Home Depot. By Delhi Skyline Chili, it's Skyline Time. By NYPD Pizza, Foley Road, 513-347-6973. 347-NYPD. By Bearcat Storage, with two locations for all your storage needs. And by Del- Delhi Liquor Store, Delhi Pike in Mount Alverno Road. Now from UltimateSportsTalk.com with your Lions football play-by-play, here's Dave Mitchell on Z98. Hey, good afternoon everyone and welcome to Balky Field in chilly and snowy northern Michigan. I'm Dave Mitchell with Chuck Murray and this afternoon we have got Division Three college football playoff action for you here at Balky Field on the campus of Alma College in Alma, Michigan. And it is two unbeaten teams taking on each other in game one of the D3 playoffs. The Mount St. Joseph Lions did it by winning last week over Rose Holman 40-31. They finished up 10-0 on the season, 7-0 and champions of the Heartland Conference. And the Alma Scots did the same thing. The Scots finished up 10-0, 6-0 in the MIAA. They won the conference, and it's the first time that they have finished 10-0 in their over 150-year history of football here at the college. Chuck Murray joining us as always here this afternoon. Chuck, uh, the over-under on the wind today is right now. Let's just talk about it right now. It's going to be windy. We're supposed to have snow showers starting at about kickoff today, which is going to be noon. And on top of that, it's about 25 degrees. Yeah, the weather's clearly going to be a factor today. Uh, the wind is, as we talked about, it's from the, from the south blowing to the north. And it's maybe not quite approaching the Franklin wind, but it's, it's going pretty good. It's clearly going to be a factor. Now, the good thing is the, the snow they got overnight, the field is cleared. And actually looking at it right now, it, it, it looks really, really good. As you mentioned, we could get some snow during the game. So that, that could be a factor. But right now the footing seems fine. Uh, you know, the wind clearly is a factor. Watching the punting and the kicking, uh, uh, there's a, a major difference kicking with the wind than against it. Well, this is the first time, Chuck, since 2004 that a team from the Heartland has gone 10-0 and and went to the playoffs. The last time that happened, I think you probably remember it, it was the Mount St. Joseph Lions at 10-0. Yeah, 10-0 in 2004. And we were a little streak there about four or five years. We were 9-1, 10-0, and won some conference championships. I know one time we got in that large bid in there. So that was a nice streak. We're hoping maybe we can start a streak like that. And, you know, clearly this year has been a great season. Well, the last Heartland team to win the title and a playoff game Happened back in 2013. That was Franklin when they beat Washington out of Missouri 17-10 in their first game, but then they lost to Wisconsin-Whitewater 33-3 the following week. And ironically, the winner of this game is going to play Wisconsin-Whitewater and Aurora. That game's going to start at 1 o'clock this afternoon. Right. All the games start at 12 o'clock local. Wisconsin is an hour behind us, so they'll be starting at 1 o'clock Eastern, 12 o'clock Central. But... uh, this should be a really good game. Both teams looking for their both pl- uh, first playoff wins ever. And, uh, boy, I'm excited. Well, the last time the Lions 
played an extra game was back in 2009. That was November 21st, 2009 to be exact. That was up in Wittenberg. A 21-point third quarter outburst fueled by two turnovers and a block punt by an opportunistic Hard-hitting defense gave Wittenberg the necessary momentum to pull away for a 42-14 win in the first round over the Tigers. The or over the Lions, the Tigers stayed unbeaten, and the Lions saw their season end at 9-2. I know you were at the school at that point in time. It was excitement galore when the team went to the playoffs back in 09. Yeah, again, like I said, we almost got kind of used to it where we were winning almost every year. Those were kind of our glory football days. Uh, Back in the early part when we joined the conference, Hanover kind of ruled the conference for the first five, six years. And then we were in there with Franklin uh, kind of battling, and we each made the, the one year. And I think we made the playoffs like five out of six years or four out of five, something like that. And then uh, then Franklin's kind of took over since then. Last couple of years it's been Rose Holman. We've been involved with the three-way tie. So it's getting a little bit more balanced, but we're ready to start taking this thing back over. Well, when you win a conference, when you do what the Lions have done this year, of course, the accolades are going to come in, and the Lions just basically made a clean sweep of everything this year in the Heartland. The coach of the year, Tyler Hopperton, the HCAC Offensive Player of the Year, I called it last week, remember <laughs> that. Josh Taylor won that. He swept that award. And senior Noah Hammond was the Defensive Player of the Year. Honestly, Chuck, I can't think of anybody else that even came close, except for you can put Cornell Beecham into the, the argument for player of the year. Well, you know, Cornell only leads the nation in all-purpose yardage, and he can't be the player of the year in his conference. It just goes to show you how deep it is and how great of a year Josh Taylor had. So, uh, you know, to me, I'd probably just say they're co-players of the year. Uh, we wouldn't be here without either one of them. So, uh we were excited. I believe there was 19 players all together that 19. were honored, either you know first, second, or honorable mention. And here's the 19. Cornell Beecham Jr. was a first-teamer. Devin Donaworth, who yesterday when we went to lunch on the way up here, we saw a waitress, and she had gone to school <laughs> right. with Devin Donaworth. East Central, I believe. East Central, Kyle Farsing made the first team. Danny Mabe, Sam Martin, Joey Newton, Nate Owens, Austin Price, and Deshaun Starks. Beecham Jr. carried the ball 138 times for 1,110 yards on the year. He's got 14 touchdowns on the season. The final, the final first teamer, as we said, was Kyle Farsing. Now, as far as the second team selections for the Mount, Declan Brophy, Zakeem Hunley, Omar Porter Jr., Gary Powell III, Nick Stevenson, Jack Tucker, and Ari Turner. Last week's win moved the Mount up to. 21st in the AFC Top 25. Meanwhile, it's the first week the Lions are in the D3 ranking at 25th, and Alma is at 23rd. Nobody is going to miss this game today. The, the injury report just states, hey, just normal bumps and bruises. Yeah, at this time of the year, everybody's banged up with bumps and bruises and, and scratches and everything like that. But, you know, you're gonna, the adrenaline's going to take over. It is really, really cold today, but, you know, you don't think about the cold for about three hours. You can think about that when you get on the bus on the way home. So uh, we're all excited here and uh, pumped up and ready to go. We're about 25 minutes away from the kickoff of this afternoon's D3 playoff game. Lions are leaving the field. Alma did just a little bit ago. When we come back, we'll talk with their head coach, Alma's head coach, and preview the Scots when we come back after this. 
Take your game to new heights at Mount St. Joseph University, where Division III champions are made. We coach our Lions to become leaders who will win on the field and in their career. With 23 athletic teams and cutting-edge facilities, we are the NCAA Division III University in Greater Cincinnati. Are you ready to compete with the heart of a lion and become our next champion? Learn more at msjlions.com. Dayton Children's cares about the health of your children. Hi, I'm Kirk Herbstreit. Growing up in Centerville, my parents taught me the importance of being healthy, and now I'm teaching my kids. Childhood obesity is on the rise, but there are small steps that we could take to fight it. Turn off video games and go outside, ride bikes, go to the park, or learn a new dance. Parents, once we get moving, our kids will follow. Get moving! Dayton Children's, experts you trust, caring for the children you love. Dave Mitchell, Chuck Murray, right back here at Alma College where the Lions are getting set to take on the Scots this afternoon. Well, the Scots had a win last weekend over Albion and that gave them their first MIAA championships since 2004, Chuck, and they became the first team in Alma history to win 10 games in a single season. They had never even been 9-0 prior to the week before and they weren't 8-0 since the 1968 season. So, they have really done an outstanding job of rebuilding this uh, this actual program. Yeah, they yeah, they uh, yeah to go ten and zero. They've got some really impressive numbers this year. They're averaging four hundred fifty yards a game, and so they they've done a really nice job. Had a big win last week, a three point win, to, and that had to be really exciting for them. I believe it was here on their campus where that game was played. So yeah, they're they're just as excited as we are. Chuck, let's talk about the elephant in the room, and that is the fact that this Alma defense over the last two years has been a turnover-making machine. They have forced 34 turnovers this year, 22 interceptions, and 12 fumble recoveries coming into this game. And over the last two years, they've forced 70 turnovers. That's almost unbelievable. Yeah, that, that's crazy. That's almost like a video game type of thing yeah. because it, it just doesn't make sense. So, obviously, every game you go into thinking, we got to take care of the football. We say that every game, every game, every game. Well, especially in, in, in a case like this, we have to take care of it. Sometimes, you know, the best play is a punt. You know, you don't want to force things. And I think for the most part, Josh has been pretty good this year about not forcing things. Occasionally he does, gets himself in trouble. But you're not the player of the year if, if you're forcing too many and making too many mistakes. But I think that's, you know, every game the key is, is turnovers. And when you look at what they've done defensively, they've given up just over 350 yards per game, but only 107 on the ground. That leads me to believe that if the Lions are able to run the football here this afternoon, they've got an edge in this game. Yeah, I would agree. I, th I think we will be able to run it. Now, again, a lot of them yards are Josh running the football, uh, you know, on broken plays. But still, they all count. And, uh, you know, like I said, right now there is some wind, but the, the field is really clear. Uh, you would never know there was any snow, uh, at least on the field, at this point. So, But look in the parking uh, lot. Yeah, you look in the parking lot, you look around, there's there's a lot of snow. But right now the field's in perfect playing condition for, for what the weather is. So, you know, if we can run it a little bit, I, I like our chances. And keep these, keep these players in mind for Alma. Austin Flowers had a six-interception season. Bryce Friedenberg, five interceptions. Drew Hum, four interceptions. They had 15 interceptions this year amongst the three of them. They have just been outstanding back there. So, like again, again it, it really brings back the importance, Chuck, about being able to establish the run. Yeah, run the football, get in third and manageable situations where you don't have to force things. 
And uh, boy, you know, you'd say a lot of times in the NFL, they say, okay, Revis Island, don't throw to him. Well, they got three guys with six, five, and four picks. So we're going to have to throw against somebody here. So we're going to have to get some separation, get in some third and manageables, and, and move the chains. Well, they've also got a freshman quarterback that came in and really took things over in the first game of the season, and that is Carter St. John. He was 22 of 33 last week for just under 300 yards through the air. He also threw four touchdown passes in the game. He won the job in the second game of the year, completed 65% of his passes, 23 touchdowns, eight interceptions, and he's got a quarterback rating of 165.9. Now the Lions are hoping that that defensive line that has forced 26 sacks this year is able to get into him put some pressure on him and maybe rattle the freshman a little bit. Yeah, hopefully we can get some pressure on him. And, you know, it'll be interesting to see Coach Thompson's game plan. You know, we've, we've ran some corner blitzes here against Rose Holman. We'll see if that's in the game plan at all to try to get him off his spot. Uh, but, boy, you know, for a freshman to come in here in game number two and basically win the job and, and lead this team to a 10-0 season, he must be pretty special. Well, here's the other thing, too. They've got two freshmen in the backfield. Eddie Williams leads them in rushing. He's a 185-pound, 510-pound freshman. He's number 26. He's averaging just under six yards a carry, and he's got 967 yards and 10 TDs on the year. And Jamarte Hogan is their other running back, another freshman 59185 he has carried the ball 53 times for 243 yards and 3 TDs so their backfield you got to wonder are they going to be able to pick up blitzes are they are they experienced enough to do that kind of thing and i think you're going to see like you said Rick Thompson maybe throw the entire kitchen sink yeah especially when they're going against the wind where it's going to be a little harder to throw into the wind they might we might see some more blitzes there so you know again if we can create some turnovers turnovers are going to be you know again in almost every game whoever wins the turnover battle typically wins the game and as you can imagine this is the first ever meeting between these two teams they just started the miaa heartland conference get together in the non-conference schedule the lions have not had the opportunity to play alma this year but their head coach is jason couch he's in his fifth year 24 wins 18 losses overall 7 and 14 in the miaa he's a 97 graduate of alma he was named the head football coach in january of 2018 becoming the 30th head coach in the history of the program which goes all the way back to 1894 believe it or not that was before even you and me and so he was this college has had a football program of over 150 years. Couch played for the Scots from 93 to 96, and believe it or not, this guy actually coaches home games in a kilt. Yeah, you know, I've, I've heard kind of conflicting stories. One was that if he got the job, he told the administration he would wear a kilt at home games. So I don't know if that's just uh, – fiction or what but yeah he's he's down there we saw him in pregame yeah. he's he's uh, attired properly the way he's he uh he said he would do let's just hope on this day he's not going commando <laughs> but nonetheless couch was a, a really nice guy i talked had a chance to talk to him on thursday he discussed with me about his program's step-by-step -step improvement what this team did this year what it's done for the school and is it what you expected when you came into the season I'm obviously thrilled with what, what the team has done so far this year. Um, do you ever expect a 10 and 0? I no. Um, obviously, I think if if the focus is correct, and that's what we talked about a lot, is we use climbing a mountain as our metaphor this year, and 
and it's like that, right? Take a, each step at a time. If you try to look to the top of the mountain, you'll probably give up because it's it's too much of a challenge. But each and every day is a step, and each step leads to Saturday, and one Saturday after another, and it, it led us to where we're at today. Coach, you, you took over this program five <clears throat> years ago, and every year, incrementally, you have built it back up to where it was. Talk a little bit about what um, you came into this program, where it was, and how you got it to be where it is today. I came into this program with a passion for this college that I assume only an alum would have. And I just focused on being the best versions of ourselves, um, instituting or implementing a culture that we call KILT style. KILT stands for kinship, integrity, love, and tenacity. And um, we preached it an awful lot for a year. And then we we said enough talk. We have to, you know, you've just got to, you have to exude that. You have to live it. And uh, so I'm really proud that we took a GPA that's up, um, you know, considerably. We were, we've gone more than 0.5 up in the in gpa for a team and and i'm thrilled with that um obviously now we have new goals just like you know every every team has always new goals so um i just you know it's it's a special place uh in my heart and uh so i'm thrilled that we're getting to that level where i i think the school deserves and the these young men that work so hard uh have earned it Coach, you went to Zionsville, Indiana to pick up a quarterback uh, in Carter St. John. He's a freshman. What made him the guy for your team this year? Well, obviously practice, right? I mean, we, we thought he'd be good. We weren't sure. He uh, he was part of a very good football team. His junior year led the team to a state championship. and um but with any freshman, we won't, we weren't 100% sure. But then uh, in camp in August, we're like, man, this kid's, this kid's making some pretty pretty good throws and very calm, just, you know, just nonchalant almost. And uh, um, so he showed those signs. And then uh, he didn't get the starting nod in week one. But um, unfortunately for the starter, uh, at the time he – an injury and Carter went in and performed wonderfully got him another you know another start and again did really well and and has been rolling since your defense also just looking at the stats coach has been basically a turnover making machine we we lead uh, all of NCAA football in turnovers um last year we led the uh, all of college football at all levels with 40 um, so to think in, in two years, they've caused 74 turnovers. That's, uh, that's, that's incredible in, in 20 games. Right. Um, and so very proud of, of our defensive staff and our players. Uh, they are, um, they work at it. They study a lot of film. They, um, no route tendencies. They, um, are very physical and I think that helps. Um, add, you know, contribute to, to gaining that number. What have you seen? You talk about film. I know you've watched probably a ton of film on Mount so far this year. What have you seen about this team that thinks can give you some troubles on Saturday? Well, they're obviously 
um, offensively, they're putting up a lot of a lot of points and in, in yards. Um, really strong run game, um, physical runner, and, and led by a quarterback that's you know got the dual threat. Um, whenever whenever a quarterback can run the ball as well as this young man can, it's it's concerning. Um, defense plays very hard. They run to the ball very well. Um, they're very well coached. I, I like what coaches got going. That is the fifth-year head coach of Alma College, Jason Couch. And, of course, you know he, he has seen what this team can do. I know the one thing he said off tape, Chuck, is that he is concerned about the Lions' ability to run the football. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think looking at it, you know, we talked that Josh does have some scrambling where he's got some yardage, but Cornell, every time he touches it, we feel like he can hit a home run. And uh, the offensive line's done a really nice job this year. So, again, I think we talked about earlier the keys. If we can run the football, boy, that opens up a whole lot of other things that we can do. Well, the Lions have the coach of the year in the Heartland Conference, Tyler Hopperton, leading them today in his sixth year. 42 wins, 14 career defeats. He is 34-9 and against the Heartland Conference and, of course, has no record against Alma. In his sixth season, he led the Lions to the program's sixth Heartland Conference Championship one week ago. When we come back, we'll talk more about the D3 college football playoff bracket. Chuck and I will take a look at it, and we'll do that right after this. I wanted to grow my leadership skills, but with work and a busy life, how could I fit it all in? Then I learned Mount St. Joseph University offers a flexible master's program in organizational leadership. For about one Saturday a month, I studied and refined my leadership skills alongside working professionals and top-notch professors. I'm now the leader I set out to be. The Mount's Organizational Leadership Program helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash msol. Well, stick around. We're about 12 minutes away from the kickoff of this one. The Our next broadcast game is going to be coming up on Tuesday night, by the way, where the Lions are going to go north and head to Wittenberg. The Lions basketball team now 1-2 and two on the season against Wittenberg. 7.30 with the tip-off, and I'll have the pregame show for you at 7 o'clock here on UltimateSportsTalk.com and WDTZ LP FM 98.1. The women's basketball team is off now until Monday night, November 28th, when they host Bluffton. The Lions are 1-2 and two on the season coming into this one. But we've turned our attention towards the D3 college football playoffs. This is game number one, and the Lions are in the upper bracket on the left-hand side if you're taking a look at your brackets, and they are in the third bracket of the four in that upper bracket on the left-hand side, taking on Alma here this afternoon. The winner of this game, Chuck, is going to take on Wisconsin Whitewater. They finished up 8-2, and two, and they're playing this afternoon at 1 o'clock against Aurora, Illinois, which finished up 9-1. and one. And if you're Aurora, you got to wonder, what do I got to do to get some respect? This is a tough situation. This is really a tough bracket, boy. St. John's, Minnesota is a powerhouse. They're in it. Obviously, Wisconsin lacrosse is always good. Wisconsin, Whitewater, Aurora, and then you throw, you know, us and Alma, 10 and 0 teams in here. It is, I mean, there's no easy bracket, but, boy, our bracket is really loaded. No, there are three unbeaten teams in this bracket, Alma, Mount St. Joe, and Wartburg, and then nine and one teams are St. John's out of Minnesota, Wisconsin lacrosse, and then Aurora at 9-1. and one. But really, Chuck, if you're looking at it and you just go by what you've seen in the past, 
Whitewater's got to be the team that's the favorite to come out of this thing. Yeah, I, that's I, that would be my assessment. I know they lost two very close games uh, at the beginning of the year. One was on the road, I believe, the St. John's, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, yeah, that again, they're very, very good. But boy, the, the brackets. I mean, there's a lot of 10-0s and 9-1s. I mean, it's just it's loaded. And you think about the teams that were left out. You know, they, they can only take 32 and. Uh, Boy, it's, it, you win a national championship, you're doing something. Yeah, Mount Union is the top team in the lower bracket, Chuck. They're playing Salisbury this afternoon. That is also at uh, noon coming up here today. Over on the other side of the bracket, North Central Illinois, which ended up being the number one team in the country according to both rankings, 10-0. They're playing Lake Forest this afternoon, but they're on the other side of the bracket. Carnegie Mountain made it out of Pittsburgh with a 10-0 Mark, and they are hosting DePaul this afternoon. DePaul finished up 9-1 and after beating Wabash last week. Yeah, there was rumors we might go to Carnegie yeah. Mellon. You know, you, everybody's trying to speculate, where are we going to go? How's this going to all shake out? And, uh, you know, Alma was one of the spots we talked about that we might come, and then here we are. And we are here, and Alma is getting ready to take on the Mount St. Joseph Lions. When we come back, we'll talk with head coach Tyler Hopperton after this timeout. Teaching is my calling. So when I needed to renew my license, I chose Mount St. Joseph University. The Mount offers the only program in the state of Ohio that allows you to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree. In less than two years, I combined the reading and gifted intervention specialist endorsements. Classes were convenient, fully online, and I received personal attention from my professors. The Mount helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu ohio. Dave Mitchell, Chuck Murray back here at Alma College, where we're just minutes away from the kickoff of this one. Well, Alma is number 22 in the nation. They are 10-0, 6-0 in their conference, the MIAA. They finished 5-0 here at home. Jason Couch, their head coach, Ryan Ettinger, and Scott Cole, the defensive coordinators, and Zach Rickma is their offensive coordinator. But when you look at what has happened, Chuck, with them throughout the year, they started out playing on September the 3rd at Ohio Northern University. They won that game in overtime by three. Then they beat up on Manchester 49 to seven. At Anderson, they beat them up 45 to seven. They came home to play Martin Luther, won that game 69 to nothing. It was trying, win, uh, trying losing to Alma, the first game in October, and that was a 40 to 21 victory for Alma. Hope College then came to town, and Alma came away with a two-point victory there, 28-26. But then they ran the table big time. They beat Kalamazoo, Olivet, Adrian, and last week Albion by three points, 34-31 to finish with that 10-0 record. Yeah, we have uh, three common opponents with them, and, and while I'm not big into comparing scores, we both beat Hope in a close game, and we both beat Anderson Manchester pretty good. So again, on paper, you know, it looks like a pretty pretty competitive game. They are scoring 40 and a half points per game. They're giving up 17.1. That's a differential of 23.4. For the Lions, they're number 21 in the nation. They were 5-0 and on the road this year under head coach Tyler Hopperton, who was named the Heartland Conference Coach of the Year, leading them to their first outright Heartland Conference championship since 2009 and their first perfect season since 2004 but now it's playoff time and we had an opportunity to talk with Hop about that earlier last night. Coach prior to this afternoon's ball game first of all you got to feel proud Heartland Conference champs 10-0 and now you got an opportunity to finish off one of your goals this year winning a playoff game today. 
Yeah, definitely, definitely proud of these guys. You know, 10-0, I mean, it's exactly how you draw it up, I guess, right? And uh, so definitely a lot to be proud of, but, you know, trying to convince not just the guys, but the coaching staff and myself that, you know, you have the rest of the year to look back on, on what you should be proud of, that, you know, we got to get right back to work and, you know, try to win a playoff game. When you beat Rose, what was your feeling about that ball game and, and what you guys did in order to be able to win? Ultimately, I thought it was uh, kind of a great miniature version of how our season went, at least in terms of the mentality. You know, they scored first. You know, we kind of had some struggles and this and that. Uh, but we were able to fight through and make big plays when we needed them. And on both sides of the ball, hey, we need to do this here, and we did it. Okay, now you've got, of course, Alma coming up this afternoon. You, you said off tape, you know, these two teams are pretty much similar to each other. Yeah, just finding ways to win. I don't know that either of us were just, you know, blowing out crazy teams or whatever, but ultimately found ourselves in the win column and do a lot of things well. Um, you know, they're a very physical football team, and I think we have been too. Um, so I think, you know, at least the character of these two teams is very similar. And the conference that they play in is a pretty tough pretty tough deal. Yeah, it's a tough conference. I mean, you know, honestly, you know, when we did our matchup with their conference this year, we were the only team to come away with a win. So, um, you know, they definitely had the kind of the better end of the HCAC the last couple of years. They've got a freshman quarterback that I talked to their coach about, and he said he appears to be pretty pretty cool, calm, collected back there. But do you think you could put some pressure on him? I mean, you, you got 24 sacks off that front line this year, 26 sacks. Yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, they're not necessarily vulnerable. Um, I just have confidence in our guys. You know, it's not like I look at their line or anything like that and think, oh, you know, because they, they are good. Um, but ultimately, I, you know, I think our guys are up for the challenge, and I think we can put a little pressure on them. Hop, what do they do defensively? They've got they've forced 70 turnovers over the last 20 ball games. How have they done that? Ultimately, to me, it seems like each week they try to shut something down. So they're going to say, all right, we're not going to let you do this to us. So ultimately, I think when they're able to do that, that they put their guys in you know, pretty good situations that they know it's coming and it's simple and they're able to you know, play confident and make big plays such as get turnovers. But how many teams have they faced that have a two-headed running attack like the Mount does this year? I mean, if they're going to try to shut something off, who's it going to be? Um, I hope I don't find out. Uh, <laughs> and if, if I'm them, it would be a tough, tough conundrum as well. Um, but, yeah, like I said, hopefully I don't find out how they do it. You know, their defensive backs have been pretty good this year. We talked about that off tape. But their entire defense has done a pretty good job. What have you seen out of them that can cause us a problem? Ultimately, they fly around. You know, every, every play is finished physically. You know, big hits and guys run into the football. And, you know, they definitely finish violently. So, you know, I think we just have to constantly, especially with the cold weather, just, you know, constantly bring it, you know, one play at a time. They will make big plays, you know. I mean, they're a 10-0 conference champion playoff team. They will make big plays. Um, but, yeah, their defense, I mean, they just they fly around. You know, with the wind the way it's expected to be here this afternoon, do you kind of go back to the game plan that you eventually went to at Franklin that afternoon? Yeah, I mean, I, fortunately, unfortunately, we uh, the last two weeks have, have seen wind and snow and everything. We might see both today, but, um, you know, it is fortunate that because we had a great weather all year. So now looking back, it's nice that the last couple of weeks we've had to deal with some things because obviously now, you know, we are. Um, so, yeah, I think you'll see a mix of the last couple of weeks because we've had snow and we've had wind and those sorts of things. So, um, you know, I think you'll see us using the things that, that have worked. Just out of curiosity, which is worse to you, the wind or the snow? Wind. I, I, I like the snow. <laughs> I don't mind the snow. Yeah, I mean, and when you look at what the, this could turn out today, I mean, it could be a, a, a real bevy of both of them. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, part of that's the experience, at least to a certain degree. But, uh, you know, talking to them last night, you know, they're prepared. There'll be heaters. There'll be some tents. You know, there's um, some precautions being taken and stuff like that. So, you know, I think they're as prepared as uh, they can be for this kind of weather and, and that sort of thing. So um, I don't think it'll be too bad. You've got to be proud of where this what this team has done this year. 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, so proud that ultimately this is all you can ask of them. And, you know, they've been practicing super hard still and, and you know, know that um, although they're happy with what happened last week, they're not satisfied yet. So, you know, hopefully we get uh, one more. Good luck today. Thank you. Well, the Lions head coach, Tyler Hopperson, before this afternoon's ball game, the Lions come in averaging 45.8 points per ball game, and they are giving up 25.1 on the season. That's a differential of 20. Point seven heading into today's game. Our keys for the game for Alma, they need to control the clock and be able to stop either Taylor or Beecham here this afternoon, one or the other. And for Mount St. Joseph, they've got to establish that running game and be able to control the clock themselves and win the turnover battle. That's going to be the big thing, the emphasis on that one. Can the Lions run and can they win the turnover battle here this afternoon. I'm Dave Mitchell with Chuck Murray. The kickoff is coming up next on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Take your game to new heights at Mount St. Joseph University. With 23 athletic teams and cutting-edge facilities, we are the NCAA Division III University in Greater Cincinnati. Learn more at msjlions.com. Odyssey now has hundreds of new exclusive music stations for you to discover your new summer soundtrack. Get moving with worthy workouts for a cardio sesh fueled by today's top artists. Hanging with your crew? Throw it back with picnic party for old school jams for your cookout. Or sail away with Odyssey's new yacht rock station, Jugger Yacht. For summer barbecues, road trips, or relaxing poolside. Hundreds of new exclusive stations, plus all your favorite local radio stations and podcasts. It's all on Odyssey. Well, the Lions lost the coin flip before this one and the Alma Scots decided to defer to the second half so the Lions will get the football to start this football game Chuck. Yeah and it looks like we have decided to take the win in the second quarter so the, uh, the Scots will have the win in the first quarter uh, that tells me just from my little bit of knowledge about this that we're probably going to try to run the football shorten this first quarter get the win in the second quarter and really try to take it to them then. Caleb Kineswater will be, Kineswater, excuse me, will be the man kicking off here this afternoon for Alma College. They are in their all maroon uniforms with white numerals and white trim along with the white helmets. The Lions are in their white jerseys here this afternoon with the dark blue pants, dark blue numerals, gold trim on the afternoon, and they've got the white helmets here this afternoon. Lions will be going from right to left across your computer screen and as Chuck said they will be going right into the gust of the wind which is picking up the snow is supposed to begin here in just a few minutes and we are supposed to be under a winter weather advisory starting at about one o'clock this afternoon so it could be entertaining Beecham and Ari Turner are back set to return and immediately the ball flies off the tee and we'll have to re-teed it up with Kinesvater and you can see the fans standing all behind the, the fence here behind the, the south goal post. Yep, that looks to be the student, student body. Section, good, yeah. good crowd for the mount coming down here, and the kickoff is a deep one that's going to be taken in by Turner. He's going to let it go over his head and right through the end zone for the touchback. Josh Taylor, the player of the year in the Heartland Conference, leads us off at quarterback, a 156.57 quarterback ranking. He's got 23 TD passes and eight interceptions on the year. He'll be in the backfield with Cornell Beecham, who passed the 1,000-yard mark a week ago. Lions send Porter out to the left-hand side, and they've got Hunley coming out to the right-hand side. Starting out in the slot is Joey Newton. We'll give you the offensive line after this first play. Lions are going to start it off first and 10 going into the gusts at the 25-yard line. 
This is a turf field here at Alma, and it is a great field. Lions with Taylor in the shotgun to start this D3 college football playoff game. And the handoff to Beecham off the right-hand side. Gets it out to the 30, and he'll be dropped at the 36 right there after a six-yard gain, and it'll bring up second down and four. For the Lions along that defense, uh, offensive line, Colin Kandra at left tackle, Aiden Studeville at left guard. The center is Danny Mabe. The right guard, Devin Salyers, and the right tackle is Sam Martin. Yeah, Cornell, a little patient run there to pick up almost seven. Beecham now ball on the far hash mark, lines up to the left of Taylor. Low snap, but Taylor gets it, throws out to the left-hand side, complete to Porter. Porter's got the first down and skips out of bounds past the 40 to the 41-yard line. Real nice start for the Lions. Threw it across the, the field there, wobbled just a little bit, but they were playing off uh, Omar pretty good there, giving him pretty big cushion. So that'll be a first and 10 for the Lions. And coming back up to the line of scrimmage will be Mount St. Joseph. Taylor with Beecham off to the right-hand side. Taylor takes the snap, fake handoff, throws out to the left again to Porter. Porter gets it at the 50, and he's going to be skipped out of bounds at the 50. Right now, Lions are seeing that the Alma defensive secondary is playing way off of Porter, and they're taking that underneath throw, Chuck. Yeah, yeah very, very, very soft coverage. So we're, we're going to take those eight-yard outs all day. That'll be a nine-yard completion, second down and a yard. Lions at midfield on the first drive of the ball game. Taylor looking over the defense, seeing what happens there. Beecham to his left, drops back to pass. He's going to throw to Porter up the field, and it is incomplete. Threw it out of bounds and over the head of Porter, and it will bring up third down and a yard. Yeah, pretty good coverage there. Uh, the safety kind of came over, so he had to really, really fit it in there. But I think they felt that it was kind of a free play. It's a third and one. I expect them to run Cornell here, hopefully get the first down. Drew Hum is on top of Porter here on the near side. He's one of those corners that have four interceptions. And the handoff goes to Beecham off the right side. He's got the first down into Alma territory. Takes it to the 40. He'll be stopped at the 39-yard line. That's going to be a gain of 11 and another Lion first down. One thing I'm noticing, Dave, and I can see why they get their turnovers. When they gang tackle, they try to really strip the ball from you. The problem is he gained an extra five or six yards off that. Austin Flowers is playing at that strong safety position. He leads the team with six interceptions. Taylor, handoff again to Beecham, stop and go around the right side. He's got a first down again at the 25-20, 15. He's going to be bounced out of bounds by Alma inside the 20. They'll say he stepped out at the 17-yard line. Good block on the edge there, really good block. And Cornell got around the corner and big, big game. Now they've got him at about the 18-yard line on the play. He's already got two carries here today for 18 yards going into that run. Chuck, and now it is first and 10. Lions at the 18, fake handoff. Taylor looks to his right, now rolls out to the left. He's going to tuck it under, cut it to the left. He's got it at the 14-yard line. Ball stripped out of bounds. Uh. The officials are going to come in and say what? They think it is going to be. Our ball still. It is going to be Mount's football. Went out of bounds, fortunately for us. The back judge came up and was pointing out of bounds, but I couldn't tell if he was saying he recovered it out of bounds or not so that is a big play there they're going to mark him right back at the 18 yard line chuck yeah, maybe no about gain. a yeah, gain of one maybe at the most yeah now they've got him at the 17. yeah we we caught a huge break there boy that would have been disastrous second down 
Paul had nine yards to go. Cam York into the ball game for the first time. And leaving is Porter. York goes out wide left. Newton slot right. Hunley wide right. And fake handoff. Now it's Beecham got a direct snap. He's at the 15, cuts it out to the sideline. He's at the 11 to the 10. He's close to a first down near that nine-yard line. And they're going to give him right at the 10, and it'll bring up third down at about a yard. Yeah, right now we're having some success running the football, so I'm thinking that's what we might want to keep doing. And if you look at it, Chuck, they're running it to the right. They're yep, running it yep. behind. Right, right out there behind the right tackle, Sam Martin, and Sawyer's the guard. Yep. Two receivers out wide to the right. Powell tight end right off the line. Handoff Beecham. And uh, now the flag is thrown, and it's uh, going to be a legal procedure against the Lions. Penalties just killers. And that'll be the first penalty of the game. Yeah, change your play call. Third and short to now third and six, almost seven. 11.44 to go in this first quarter of action. We've got no score. Lions got the opening kickoff, and they're driving it down the field. Right now they are at the 15-yard line of Alma, and it's going to be third down, seven yards to go. In, be afraid to get in motion, York dropping back. Taylor throws over the middle. It is caught what near catch. the six-yard line. What a catch by Hunley, and it's a first down for the Lions. Yeah, that might have been Beecham. No, that was That's Hunley. Hunley. Okay, yeah. out of the back. Hunley? No, you're right. It was Beecham. Yeah, he came out of the backfield, kind of did a circle route there. Really nice catch. Joey Newton comes out wide to the left. York slot left. It is Hunley wide right. Beecham to the left of Taylor, first and goal for the Lions. Taylor's gonna keep it himself right up the middle to the three, to the two, to the one. Touchdown, Lions! That's a statement drive right there, Dave. Into the wind, a four-minute drive. We get on the board first. Uh-oh, we got a flag. And let's see what the flag is. It was thrown in the end zone. It's gonna be a dead ball foul. Yeah. The touchdown's gonna count. If it's against us, it let's the see what the penalty really is. really difficult. So let's hope it's, let's see what we got here. And now the official will come over to. Well, they're going to talk gonna, to them. So they're going to come over and talk to Alma and see what they want to do here and talk to their head coach, Jason Couch. We just killed ourselves with these stupid penalties after touchdowns. Again, they're selfish acts. This is not the time for that. And after the discussion, the referee will head back out to the middle of the field, and here's the play, the call. Unsportsmanlike conduct against the mount. Well, the officials evidently as Mike is not working here today. Yeah. And I guess they're going to take it on the kickoff because we're not moving the PAT back. Yeah. And actually, if I was them, I'd consider the PAT back because against the wind, it would be a difficult kick. But then they probably figured the lines will go for two. Yeah. So Farsing will come in to attempt the extra point. He is 56, 52 of 56 on the year. Good snap. Kick is down, kick uh, is up, and it hit the upright and bounced off. No good. 10.58 left to go in this first quarter of play from Alma. Your score, it's the Mount 6, the Scots nothing on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. I was in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean when it happened. There was a sudden jolt, and our submarine crashed on the seafloor. We were in total darkness. That's Dr. Dejana Figueroa, a marine biologist and STEM teacher, talking about a deep sea dive she'll never forget. 
It's funny, when I was a kid, I was afraid of the ocean. And there I was, two miles below the surface. But as a scientist, you prepare for that. Using our training and a little creativity, we fixed the sub and finished our experiments. The dive was just too important. Every dive gives us glimpses at things few people ever get to see. Blowing creatures, fiery undersea volcanoes. When we got back to the surface, I kissed the ground and called my mom, of course. But you know what? I wouldn't trade that dive for anything. Dr. Figueroa uses her passion for STEM to discover new things and make the world a better place. She can STEM, so can you. Check out She Can STEM for more stories and inspiration. A message from the Ad Council. Well, after marking off that penalty, the Lions will be kicking it off from the... And it appears it's going to be the 20-yard line. Into the wind. It just It's a horrible penalty. It just... We just had them things happen to us way too much this year. So they'll mark it back, and they'll be kicking it off from the 20 into the wind. Lions take that drive and go down the field, make it 6 to nothing here at Balky Stadium. Yeah, they're going to get the ball around midfield. I would expect us to kind of pooch it towards the right side, which we normally do. Let's see what happens. For the Lions, they will kick it off with Farfsing. And back set to return is Hogan and Frenchko, and it is going to be a high pooch kick that will be taken in at the 30 by Frenchko. He's going to cut it to the 40, and he's knocked down at about the 43-yard line. That was Hogan, excuse me, that ran it back about 13 yards on the kickoff. And now for the first time, Alma will have the football. Alma takes it over with a freshman quarterback, Carter St. John. Behind him will be Eddie Williams at the running back position. Nate Goralski, Devin Frenchko, and Ty Lotterman will be the wide receivers, the tight end Cole Thomas, as they get up on the ball. The quarterback, St. John, 5'11", 185-pound freshman, moves a man in motion, and that is Thomas, and he throws over the middle, and it's complete for a first down near the 45-yard line in Mount Territory for a 12-yard gain and a first down, Frenchko making the catch. Yeah, they're going to hurry up. They must have watched our film against Rose because Rose threw about seven or eight of those slants. Yeah, right off the bat, too. Yep. First and 10 from the Mount 45. High snap, handoff to Williams. Williams puts his head down, picks up three. Tackle made on the play by Nick Stevenson for the Lions. They're going to give him a gain of two, bring up second and eight. Yeah, with the wind, down, they're going to hurry up. Down to the 42-yard line. Tight end left is Cole Thomas off the line. Trips out to the far side. Pitch out around the left-hand side to Williams. Breaks a couple of tackles. Then gets hit at the 40. Spins forward. Still moving forward. Inside the 40. Down to the 39-yard line. They'll stop him right there at the 39. And after a gain of about five, it brings up third and three, Chuck. The one thing last week that we did on a couple of their drives, we missed some tackles, and they had some really short drives. Got to wrap them up. Rick Thompson, the defensive coordinator, sending in the third down defense for the Lions on third and three. And fake handoff. Thomas throws out to the right. It is complete, but he's going to be brought down at the 36-yard line. It'll be short of the first down. Making the catch was Lotterman out on that far side. That'll be his 24th catch of the year. Looks like they're bringing, like, a big package here. So big fourth down play right off the bat. It's going to be fourth down and about a yard to go. This ball is spotted just outside the 38, nose of the football, right at the 36-yard line, excuse me. They need to get to the 35. And here goes Thomas right up the middle, and he's going to pick up the first down. That's St. John, the quarterback, excuse me. 
And St. John picks up the first down after a gain of three. And that was not St. John. Yeah, I think that was Take a Wildcat type thing. Running that football was Devin Reef. He's a sophomore quarterback from Frankenmuth. He came in to run it, and now the officials are going to take a timeout got here. Somebody down. Somebody down on the field. And while that is a mount player down on the field too, Chuck. Yeah, can't see the number. And we've got 9.07 left to go in this first first quarter of action. Lions right now have given up a couple of first downs and Alma has the football at the Lion 32 yard line and Mount leads it six to nothing. Want to say hello to Caleb Corral's grandmother, Irene, here this afternoon. She's back at home. Thank heaven she's home. You wouldn't want her out here. We don't even want to be out here. We're in the, the nice confines of the press box here today. Wind blowing right into the face of the Lions defense now as they've got that man up and going off to the side. I didn't see who it was, Chuck. It was hard to see there. Yeah. He looks okay though, walked off, so probably get back in a play or two. So now Alma will have the football and they've got St. John back in a quarterback and back in a running back for the first time is Jamarte Hogan. Hogan, another freshman, dropping Water back blitz. St. John's. He's gonna throw over the middle, complete on a slant in, yeah. inside the 20 to the 17 yard line to Devin Frenchko. Frenchko picks up the first down, 13 yards on the reception, and they hurry up to the line of scrimmage. Hogan in the backfield with St. John. Hogan will get the handoff. No, that's Williams, and Williams is gonna uh, stop at the 15, and he's gonna dive forward to the 14 yard line. So that'll be a gain of about three. Yeah, so he should have had been stopped for no gain. So 8.35 and running, second down. Seven yards to go from the 14-yard line of the mount. And the handoff goes to Williams, cuts back to the left-hand side. He'll spin forward and be down at about the nine-yard line for a four-yard pickup just out inside the 10-yard line. Yeah, so I think they're two down territory here also, so I expect to see two runs here. Third and two for Alma inside the 10 of the mount as they are trying to answer the Lions' first drive. Handoff Williams off the left uh, side, broken tackle, tackle five-yard line. He's going to be stood up at the three to the two to the one uh, touchdown. Boy, nobody could bring him down. Nobody went for the legs, Chuck. Yeah. They all went for the shoulders, yeah. and he dove in for the touchdown from eight yards out, and Alma has tied the ball game at six apiece. Yeah, that, that we struggled with tackling last week, and uh, starting out this the same this week. We had him stopped initially, but we just can't bring him down. Good hard running, give him credit, but boy, you got, you got to bring him down. Williams had five carries on that drive for 29 yards, and into attempt the extra point is Josh Hernandez, 46 of 48 on the year. Good snap, kick is driven right through the uprights. And we've got an official timeout on the field, 7.56 to go in this first quarter. Your score now, it's the Scott 7 and the Mount 6 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Thank you, NYPD Pizza, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. NYPD Pizza, 5329 Foley Road and NYPDPizza.com. Thank you, Wishbone Tavern, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Wishbone Tavern, 5251 Delhi Pike, and wishbonetavern.com. 
7.56 left to go in this first quarter of action. And the Lions now find themselves down 7-6. Boy, let's, let's hope that mixed extra point by the Lions earlier doesn't come back to hurt them. Yeah, hopefully there's a lot of scoring and opportunities to make two points for them to miss one. So, yeah, let's hope that. Uh, so, we're okay. Both teams have scored on pretty quick possession, so we just got to keep up. And Hernandez is going to kick this thing off. No, it's going to be Caleb Kinsvatter. Kinsvatter now has tried to put the ball on the tee twice. So they're going to have to hold it. Yep, now they're going to have to bring in somebody to hold it for him. Big shout out to all the people at Wishbone Tavern today. Hopefully they're watching. If not, I know they're listening. So thanks for listening, folks, and we'll try to bring home a winner. 7.56 left to go in this first quarter. And the Lions will get the kickoff now with Beecham and Turner back set to return. They're going to kick it in the direction of Turner. He's going to let it bounce, bobble the football, picked it up at the two, to the five. And he's going to be down right at the five-yard line. Major mistake. All he's got to do is just let it roll in the end zone. That's yep. just, a, just a bad decision. Those are the kind of things that kill you. So what looked to be such a promising start for the Lions on the initial drive now is coming back to haunt them. They're going to have it first and ten from their own five-yard line. Yeah, he, he doesn't realize the wind's blowing in his face. It's going to hit and roll right through the end zone. That's just a bad, bad decision. So Taylor, who was three for four in the first drive for 26 yards, lead the Lions up to the line of scrimmage. Cordell and Luke Beecham had four carries for 47 yards on that first drive, just to his right standing in the end zone. Taylor with his heels on the end zone, hands off to Beecham. Beecham around the left-hand side. He's going to pick up about four out to the nine-yard line where he is gang-tackled. They're going to give him out to the ten. Yeah, we need a couple first downs here, Dave, to get out of here. And they'll mark him right at the 10, so it'll be a gain of five. Yeah, special teams has already come into play with a missed extra point and then that, you know, mistake there by field trying to field that ball. Second down, five yards to go for the Lions. Beecham to the left of Taylor. Ball on the near hash mark now. Two receivers out wide to the near side in Hunley and Porter. Handoff Beecham around the right side. He's going to grab it at the 15, breaks a tackle. He's got the first down out to the 17-yard line. That'll be a gain of seven and another first down for the Lions. And Beecham, bang, bang, has got 60 yards rushing. Yeah, I really like the play calling here by Coach Coral. You know, run the football, run that clock, get us out of trouble. You let our defense rest. Good, good play calling. Ball, good running. Ball at the 18-yard line. Taylor with Beecham off to the left-hand side. Powell tight end left off the line. Receivers out wide on both sides. Fake handoff. Taylor's going to throw over the middle. He's got Newton complete at the 35-yard line, and he is upended right away by the strong safety, Austin Flowers. But it's a 15-yard reception and a first down for the Lions. Yeah, Joey ran a, ran a square in, and Josh hit him right on the numbers. Nice catch by Joey. So we're out of our, our, the shadows of our own goalpost. Into the ball game now, a tight end is Cooper Jones. Snap to Taylor, handoff Beecham. Beecham across the 35, out to the 38-yard line. A gain of three on the play. Second down seven. And we're going hurry up. Austin Brock into the ball game now for the first time for the Lions. Porter's in, Newton's in. They're all on the left-hand side. Hunley out wide to the right-hand side. And handoff goes to Beecham. Beecham got a hold of the 40, to the 45, to the 
46-yard line. He's got a gain of about seven, and it'll be a first down for the Lions at the 47-yard line. They have found some capabilities yep. of running the football. Yeah, we, we talked before the game that they'd given up 107 yards rushing, and I thought we'd go way over that, and we're probably getting close to 75 by now. Yeah, you got about seven yards, 70 yards so far in rushing for the Lions, so you were close. First and 10 for the Lions at their own 47-yard line. Hunley in motion, now dropping back Taylor, looks out to the sideline, complete on the play uh -huh. to Hunley, and it's just going to be for a one-yard gain as he was trying to set his feet. He yeah. stepped out of bounds at the 48. Yeah, he kind of just couldn't quite keep his feet. He could have turned it up another three or four yards, but uh, again, we keep that clock running. We're down to 520, so we want to get into the second quarter here as fast Wind as Wind has kind of died down here too, but the, it's getting a little overcast, Chuck. You can yeah. see the snow flurry starting to come in. Taylor on second down, eight yards to go from the 48. Takes the snap. He's going to run it off the right side. Taylor and the quarterback keeper to midfield. Dives forward to the 49. That'll be a gain of about three, and it will bring up third down and six for the Lions with just under five minutes in running yeah, here big, in the first. Big third down here. Seven, six, Scott's on top of it. Third down, six for the Mountain. Trips out to the near side for the Lions. Ball in the far hash mark. Taylor adjusting the play at the line of scrimmage. Play clock down to 12. They got plenty of time. Beecham to the right of Taylor. He takes the snap. Looks up the right side. He's going to be hit on the blitz and dropped right back by Odenfeld. Back at the 43-yard line in our own territory. Safradin, Omar Odin Safradin came in to get his third sack of the season yeah. and the Lions will be forced to punt. Corner blitz and we weren't able to pick it up so we're forced to punt but at least we got it out of there a little bit here. Boy they brought Safradine right in off the corner and he picked it up. Picked up the sack first one of the day and coming in to punt the football away will be Ryan Murray. 39 yards a punt on the season. And it's Hogan back set to return at about oh the boy. 20. High snap, but Murray's going to get it off. And it's a low kick that's going to die like a quail yep. at about the 35-yard line on the play. That'll be a 30-yard punt. So he did what he could based upon the snap. Yeah. yeah against the wind, you're going to probably take that. They're going to down it at the 35-yard line. Maybe 36. Yep, now it'll be the 36, so it'll be a 29-yard net punt. Yeah but at least we weren't putting out of our own end zone. Carter St. John was a perfect four for four on that first drive. And Eddie Williams, four carries for 20 yards. They're back in the backfield. Carter St. John moves a man in motion and the handoff goes right up the middle to Williams and Williams takes it across the 36 up to the 38 yard line for a gain of a couple. Yeah, good gang, bunch of guys in on that tackle. In it the wide receiver spot, the tight end spot is Nate Webb. Webb, a 246 foot three pound junior. And St. John's gonna throw the ball deep up the right yeah. side and it's gonna be incomplete. Yeah, really good coverage. Yeah, really good. good Nate Owens, good yeah, coverage. Yeah. Boy, in the Heartland season, that might have been pass interference, Chuck. <laughs> don't, don't get me started. <laughs> so it'll be third down. They still got the down marker at second. It's gonna be yeah, third down and eight yards to go, now they switch it. Williams to the right of St. John. Big play here for the Lion defense, dropping back St. John. 
Good protection. Now he's got to tuck it under. Rolls out to the right as the protection fails. He just throws it up it the away. right side, and it's going to bounce in front of Williams, the intended receiver. He tried to come back for it, but couldn't hang on. And the Lions have forced Alma to come in and punt the football yeah, away. Good, good defensive series there. Three and out quickly. Now we got to make sure we're deep enough when we field this punt. Kinsvatter averaging 37 and a half yards per punt. Yeah, you can almost add 10 yards that with the win. So he wants to make sure he's it, where he's at, it's gonna be punted over his head. Beecham is gonna drop back at about his own 23 yard line, 306 remaining in this first quarter. Lions down by a point, 7-6. I'd like to see him a little bit deeper. Good snap. Kinsvater gets it off and he's angling yeah, it towards the sideline. It's going to take a bounce for Alma and it will bounce inside the 20 yard line and they will be down at the 17 yard line. Yeah, they wanted to keep it away from him. They were kicking it out of bounds. That's nice going to be kick. the 16th time he has punted the football inside the 20 this year for the Scots. Yeah, well, we talked last week how Rose Holman challenged Cornell quite a bit and then he finally made him pay at the end of the game. And I think they're saying, you know what, we're not going to do that. So it looks like it's at the 18, Dave. Right at the 18-yard line, first and 10 for the Lions. Taylor, 5 of 6, passing for 45 yards, takes the offense out onto the field. Beecham, 25-degree temperatures outside. All the Lions have the hand warmers around their waist. Taylor looking things over, gets the snap, hand off Beecham. Now cuts it to the right side, cuts it up across the 20, breaks the tackle. There he goes. To the 25, and he's going to be upended just shy of the 25 at the 24-yard line. And Beecham is down. Oh and now he's up. Okay. Okay, he was taking his time getting up, and Taylor went up and said, look, if i got to play, you got to play. <laughs> get your... Get back here in the huddle. A couple first downs will get us into the second quarter, so we need a couple first downs here. Lions scoring on an average of 46 points a game this year. Have six here in the first quarter, down by one. Beecham to the left. Fake handoff. Taylor, a couple of steps, throws out to the sideline. Complete nice. on the play, and that's to Looked like it was complete on the play. That's, yep. Yeah, that's, that, that's a... New, new number. I don't know who that is. The number eight. Number eight for the Lions. Oh, that's Pollard. Okay. Pollard with the catch. I'm sorry. Caden Pollard with the catch. And that gives the Lions a first down out to the 34. Now Taylor's going to take it around the left-hand side. He takes it across the 35 out to the 37-yard line, and that'll be a gain of five on the play. Well, make it a short five. They're going to call it second down about six. We play our cards right. One more first down can get us into the second quarter. Ball just shy of the 37. Lions still in their own territory. And it's second down. Call it six yards to go. Taylor barking out the signals. Trips out to the far side. And the handoff goes off to Mariano McKenzie. And he takes it across the 40 to the 45. Has the first down out to the 46-yard line. Really good running there by Mo. Nice hole. He hit it hard. And it's nice to bring in a fresh back. Eight yards on the carry. And the Lions have another first down. So they should be able to run out the clock yeah, here unless we get in this first passes. quarter, Chuck. Yeah, unless we get incomplete passes. First and 10 at the 46-yard line. Mount still in their own territory. Mo McKenzie to the right. Drops back. Taylor's going to keep it himself. Has a hole. Out to the right-hand side. Cuts it to the sideline to midfield. He's at the 49-yard line. Oh, Drop the, the football. football. And Alma's going to take there it all it the way back for the score. Josh says he's down, but Hawks got his hands up in the air. But Connor Doomer, Duma 
picked up the fumble. Taylor saying he was down, but the officials never called him down. And running it back 52 yards for a fumble recovery is Connor Duma. And Alma has opened up a 13-6 lead. And there's no instant replay, so and we don't even have video available here to watch it, so and it really doesn't matter. So well now they just popped up here, so 13 to 6 your score, 52 seconds to go in the first quarter. And in to attempt the extra point. Alma puts it up and it is through. 52 seconds to go in the first quarter. Your score. It is the Scots 14, the Lions 6 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Thank you, Bearcat Storage, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Bearcat Storage, two locations on Delhi Pike and BearcatStorage.com. Thank you, Cincinnati Open Box Outlet, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Cincinnati Open Box Outlet, 6252 Glenway Avenue, openboxoutlet.com. Thank you, Delhi Barbers, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Delhi Barbers, 402 Greenwell Avenue, and DelhiBarbers.com. Well, Chuck, we talked about it all throughout the pregame show. 71st turnover over the last 20 games that this Alma defense has forced. And this time they took it to the house and they lead it 14-6. you got to give the coaching staff and this team credit. Boy, they create turnovers. Whether it was down or not, we couldn't tell. The Mount felt that, but there's no instant replay. So the good thing is we are moving the football. Beecham and Turner are back set to return. Beecham will grab it at his goal line. He's going to run it out to the 5, right up the middle, to the 10. That's Turner, excuse me, to the 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, and he's going to be oh, bounced out of bounds. Boy, way out of bounds. Turner wow. got hit a good 5 yards out of bounds at the 45-yard no line. Call. No flags, yeah. but the Lions will get the football back with good field position at the 45. Yeah, on the sideline. If that was on our sideline, we probably would have got it. So a nice return of 45 yards for Ari Turner. Yeah, we're watching the replay right here, and he's way out of bounds. Mm. First down, 10 yards to go for the Lions right at the 45 in their own territory. Taylor, six carries, 13 yards on the day. Cornell Beecham, nine carries for 77 yards, and they're in the backfield. Powell tied in right off the line. It is Pollard out wide left for the Lions. And now trips and... Now we've got a flag, I believe. Is that going to be delay of game? Yes. Oh, a delay of game after a kickoff return. We're just all right. We got to get it together here a little bit. Yeah, I mean that that may be Chuck the first delay of game the Lions have had this year. Yeah, Josh is questioning the the, the the referee like, hey, shouldn't we have a, a twenty a new twenty five or? Well, nonetheless, nonetheless, it's going to be first and fifteen as they take it back to the forty in Mount Territory. Two receivers out wide to the far side. Taylor with Beecham in the backfield. Beecham has go. it right up the middle to the 45. He's gonna take it out to midfield to the 50 for a 10 yard gain, second and five. Yeah, we're fine, we're opening up holes. We're moving the football. Don't have to run another play here in the first yeah. quarter if they don't want no, to. I wouldn't, but they're going to. They're gonna run right up to the line of scrimmage. 30 on the play clock, 25 on the game clock. They're gonna take the snap. Beecham off the right side, he's gonna pick up a couple down to the 48 yard line 
of Alma, and it'll bring up third down and two. I see now. the I see the strategy there, Chuck, of running that second down. Now they've got third and short. They can go over and talk about what they want to do here on third and short. Yeah, and we're going to get the win in the second quarter. So we're okay. I mean, you know, unfortunately, the, the, the fumble and the strip and the run back, but it's within a score. We're okay. And it is. We're at the end of the first quarter. The Lions get the win when we come back. It's the Scots 14 and the Lions 6 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Hi, this is Morgan Freeman. Has anyone ever said you are the picture of health? You look healthy, you feel fine, but that may not be the full picture. Colorectal cancer is the second leading cancer killer of men and women over 50. Since it doesn't always cause symptoms, you may not know you have it. The only way to know is by getting screened. Screening can find precancerous polyps so they can be removed before they turn into cancer. This is one cancer you can prevent. Plus, Screening can find colorectal cancer at an early stage when the chance for a full recovery is very high. Talk with your doctor and get tested for colorectal cancer. Medicare and many insurance plans help pay for screening. Get screened. Make sure you are the picture of health. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Lions down 14-6 as we enter this second quarter of play. Lions will now be going from left to right on your computer screen and radio dial. Taylor, the quarterback for the Lions, six of seven passing. Beecham, 89 yards rushing on 11 carries at the end of that first quarter, but that fumble recovery by Duma for 52 yards has given Alma the lead. Third down three, Joey and the moved. Lions have moved. Mm. And that will make it third down and eight. Boy, the Lions are just shooting themselves in the foot here today. Yeah, they really are. That's that's critical penalties. Now we go from a third and short now to third and, and long. 14-6 Alma. Lions with the wind to their back now here in the second quarter. And we keep making mistakes, whether special teams, whether it's bad penalties. Third down, eight yards to go. Lions need to get to the 45 in Alma territory. Taylor out of the pistol with Beecham to his left. Trips out to the near side. Taylor gets the snap. Looks to the left. Throws out to the left. It's going to be incomplete. And boy, close to a pass interference. Tried to go to Zach Hunley and it was incomplete. Good coverage out yeah. there on the right side by Drew Hum. Yeah, it really was good coverage and he tried to, he had to make a perfect throw and low and away and he couldn't quite do it so we're going to punt the football. So coming in to punt the ball away will be Ryan Murray. Ryan had a 29-yard punt in the first quarter. His only punt. Now he's got the wind to his back. Hogan is back set to return at about his own 10. Murray gets the snap. Had to pick it up oh, off the bounce, and it was blocked. Just a bad snap, and Murray's going to cover the football at about the 20-yard line. Boy, you knew that was coming. The snaps have been really, really late and up in the air. That one was along the ground, and Murray just never could get a handle on it. Again, special teams and turnovers. It's just they're killing us. We picked a really bad time to, yeah. to do this. Start imploding. Yeah. They're going to give Alma the football at the 21-yard line of the mound. So they're one yard out of the red zone, and in the red zone this year, 
They have been 37 of 43, 33 touchdowns coming in, and the handoff goes around the left-hand side to Williams. Williams is going to pick up four. There's a fumble, but they're going to say he was down at about the 18-yard line, so a gain of about three. Second down, seven. Uh, defensively, we really have to step up here, Dave. we got to make some plays. St. John, the quarterback, he's got Williams to the right of him out of the pistol formation. And Williams gets the handoff, goes around the right-hand side. He's going to be hit and dropped by Declan Brophy after a couple of yard gain to the 17-yard line. And it'll bring up third down and six. Yeah, big third down here. No field goals are guaranteed nope. into the win, that's for sure. And Alma's going to go with a quick no-huddle, obviously, offense. They send Lotterman out to the left and along with Frenchko. St. John takes the snap. He's going to run it right up the middle on the quarterback keeper. He's got the first down inside the 10 and cuts it down to the 6. That's going to be a gain of about 14 on the play and another first down for Alma. Yeah, nice blocking up front there. Quarterback draw all the way. Chuck, you cannot get too down, down too far to these guys and get to continue yeah. to run the football. Williams to the right, first and goal from the seven. And they move French go in motion, and he's now St. John is going to keep it off the left-hand side, cut it to the two, and he'll be stopped right there at about the two-yard line, just outside the two. Second and goal. Now here comes the Wildcat quarterback in. Into the ball game is Davin Reef. Reef, the 5'8", 170-pound sophomore quarterback from Frankenmuth, Michigan. Yeah, they actually marked it at the three, so it's... Yep, and Frankenmuth, he's going to keep it right up the middle, and Reef is downed at the one-yard line. Yeah, I expect to see the same play right here. It's going to be third down and goal. You would think they're in four-down territory. Yeah, they're, they're absolutely going to run this same play twice. The quarterback, Reef, staying in. He's number two as they now huddle up, taking their time. Play clock down to 19. And now they break the huddle, come up to the line of scrimmage. Reef keeps it himself off the left side into the end zone. Touchdown. No mystery, but nope. 20 to 6. Lions down by 14, and it's been because they've shot themselves in the foot. No, no question about it. I can probably think of five or th six things already that we just really hurt ourselves. Yep, you just cannot continue to do this kind of stuff. So coming in to attempt the extra point is Hernandez. We need a block at, we need something to get a little momentum back. Hernandez, good snap, kick is up, and the kick is good. And now Alma has taken a 21-6 lead, 12-26 to go in the first half here on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Thank you, Delhi Liquor Store, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Delhi Liquor Store, 5193 Delhi Pike and Liquor.com. Thank you, NYPD Pizza, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. NYPD Pizza, 5329 Foley Road, and NYPDPizza.com. Well, the Lions are down here on the scoreboard, 21-6. to 6. 
They've actually committed three fumbles here today. One was out of bounds that they got back. Then, of course, the fumble on the punt snap, and then the fumble out along the far side that Duma returned 52 yards for a touchdown. Okay, we're way too deep here. They're, the kickoff's not even gonna get close to the goal line, so we need to scoot up. We seem to not recognize this a lot during the year. Turner back now set to return to with Beecham, and, and they're gonna kick it along the ground that the Lions let are just go gonna let it go. Let it go out of bounds! And oh. No, you know what? That's not a that's a smart play. It is a flag because okay. his feet went out of, out of bounds first, first, and then he grabbed the ball. Yeah, I don't know if he playing it that way, but well, it worked out. Yeah, I was just going to bring that up, and then the flag came in. So the Lions, what Cooper Jones did was he slid out of bounds and grabbed the football when it was in bounds, which made him out, out of bounds. bounds. Thus, the kick, the kick was off, out of bounds. Correct. So we're going to make him re-kick it, or are we just going to take it on the 35? Well, let's see what the Lions decide to do. I think they're just going to take it on the 35. Yeah, I'd be tempted to make them re-kick. I would, too. They're going to squib it again, but, you know, get Cornell. And, again, we're, we're way too deep in that situation. Well, so we are going to take it at the 35. All right. 12.26 left to go in the first half. Athletic Director Melanie Wagner is our halftime interview today. 21-6, Lions down on the scoreboard. They took an initial 6-0 lead, and Alma has come back to score 21 in a row. Taylor, the quarterback, with Beecham off to the left-hand side. Receivers out wide on both sides. Powell tight end right. Handoff goes to Beecham around the left-hand side this time, across the 35. He's going to be taken out to the 38-yard line. That's a gain of three. And make it four. They've got him out to the 34. Yeah, I think the thing here is patience. You can't get 15 points back in one drive, but we need a nice sustained drive, keep the ball away from them, let our defense rest, and get us back in the game. Plenty Alma, of time. Alma came in just giving up 107 yards rushing per game on the year. Lions already have way over that. Throw over the middle, complete. Joey Newton at midfield into Alma territory at the 47-yard line, and a first down for the Lions, 16 yards on the reception. Yeah, really nice throw and catch there. Joey ran a stopper out, hit him, and then ran after the catch. First and 10 for the Lions at the Alma 47. Beecham to the right, trips out to the near side. Fake handoff, Taylor is gonna cut it to the left-hand side. He's got it at the 45, cuts it to the left sideline, dives forward to the 40-yard line. That's gonna be a gain of about seven. Yeah, nice run. Yeah, nice decision there by Josh. The initial, it was a quick out, it was covered, so he said, I'm gonna tuck it and get about Looks like about six yards, maybe seven. Yeah, seven Newton, yards. Newton back into the ball game. Pollard out wide to the check at That's Hunley out wide to the right. Porter out wide to the left. Cooper Jones tied in right off the line. Beecham in the ball game. Taylor on second down, three yards to go. They can open the playbook here. They're going to go deep. They're going to throw open. it out to Hunley. Uh, and it went right through his hands and incomplete. Yeah. He had the ball in his hands. It just went right through them. Yeah, a little high, but I think. I think he'd probably tell you he, he should have caught that one. He so, might have heard footsteps. Yeah. He, he might have heard the, the DB for Alma, Jack Kringslammer. But in today's football, Dave, you can't hit them when they're defenseless. So what they used to say, you're going to get hit, you might as well catch it. Yep. Third and three now. Uh, becomes pretty big here. 10.59. Clock stops on the incompletion. I would give it to Cornell. Play here. clock down to 10. Cornell to the right of Taylor on third and three from the 40. Taylor takes the snap, handoff yeah. Cornell, left side, 
He takes it inside the 40, got the first down at about the 36 yard line. They're gonna give him four on the carry and that's enough for a Lion first down. Yeah, big first down right there. Give it to Cornell when the chips are down. He picks up the first down for you. Nice block on the left side there. Cornell has got 13 carries now for 97 yards in the first half. Taylor's got seven carries for 20 yards. Yeah, first and 10. Yeah, one was a sack that counts against the rushing. First and 10 at the 37. Beecham moves in motion. They're going to throw it out to Beecham in the flat. He has it complete, and he's going to be brought down at about the 36-yard line. Virtually no gain on the play. Yeah, it was a kind of slow developing play there and just nowhere to run. They did a nice job of closing, so second down here. I believe we're probably four down territory. Well, with the wind at his back, Carson yeah. is moving them. Yeah, he was. But Ten minutes to go in the half. Lions down 21-6. Taylor, Lions going from left to right. Second down, 10 yards to go. Drops straight back. Looks over the middle. Now runs out of the pocket under a heavy rush. He gets a good block. There's going to be a flag oh, thrown. Taylor's going to pick up. Oh, there's up. a late hit. And there's a late hit. Yeah. There's another flag. Yeah. They hit Taylor about five yards out of bounds. So, so it's going to be offsetting off penalties. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I'm not sure. they. I think they were going to call a, a hold, Chuck, on Sam Martin along the right side. Or it might have even been Colin Kandra. But it didn't look like he had a hold. It just maybe looked like he blocked him in the back. But they yeah. threw the flag in the backfield and then... Taylor really got hammered out of bounds. He did pick up about four yards on the carry. Yeah, I'm going to watch the replay here, Dave, see if I can spot the hold. And, well, they, it's one of those penalties where they're going to mark it off and then give us the, they'll mark off the 10-yard penalty. And then they'll give us the 15 automatic 15, first down. 15, yeah, and an automatic first down. So that takes it back, the initial penalty takes it back to the 46. And now they'll mark off the 15 yard. I think they called that on 73, Colin Kandra. It, 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 and it didn't really look like much, but. No. It, you can watch right here, you can kind of see. He looks. It looked eh. like he blocked him in the back of anything. Yeah, that's so that's going to give the Lions the football at the 31. Now they say, for, yeah, they got to move the chains. First yep. down. First down, automatic first down on the dead ball personal foul. So that takes it out down to the 31 yard line. Four. 9.40 left to go in the first half. Taylor with Beecham in the backfield. Hand off Cornell around the right side. Puts his head down, takes it to the 25-yard line. That'll be a gain of five as they mark him just outside the 25. Yeah, really good block. Our offensive line's really firing out on the run. They put a little pressure on us on the pass when they blitzed, but boy, the running game is really working well. 21-6. Scott's on top. Beecham has got over 100 yards rushing now in this first half. Second down, five yards to go from the 26 of Alma. And fake handoff. Taylor looks into the end zone. He's got, got it in deep in the end zone. It's going to be out caught of bounds. and out of bounds. Hunley just could not get his feet yep. in the end zone on the far end. The, the wind kind of carried that yep. throw right out of bounds. That's one time you wish you weren't with the wind. Good throw, good catch, just he couldn't quite get a foot down. Yep. Down, big third down coming up. Jake Ayler is coming into the ball game now. Joey Newton stays in. Hunley comes to the right-hand side. Porter the left-hand side. 
and Beecham stays in. 8.56 left to go. Play clock is down to 10. Taylor with it down to five. Moves Ayler in motion, and now the Lions are going to take a yeah, timeout. That, that's a good timeout. This is really an important yep. part of the game, and we need this first down bad, and let's make sure everybody's on the same page. And we will take a quick timeout, 8.56 remaining to go in this first half. It's the Scots 21 and the Mount 6 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. You're a Lions fan. Own it. And we are the radio home of Mount St. Joseph Lions Sports, UltimateSportsTalk.com. Football, basketball, wrestling, volleyball, softball, baseball. We are Cincinnati's sports website and also the home of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show every Monday night during the baseball season. We are the home of the Mount St. Joseph Lions, UltimateSportsTalk.com. Well, the Lions using their first of three timeouts here in the second quarter of play. This is a big play for the Mount, Chuck. Yeah, I, I, it looks like they're going to throw, but I, I wouldn't mind running Cornell twice. The way we're running the football, he can get yeah. five yards and two carries. So let's see what Coach Coral dials up here. 131 yards rushing so far for the Lions in this first half. Beecham has got 102. Beecham in the backfield. Third down, five yards to go. Ball at the 26-yard line of Alma. On third and five to the snap. They're going to go to the air. Oh. Taylor's going to run around to his right. Can't find anyone. Now he's going to throw it deep. He's got Newton in the end zone. Newton goes up. He caught it. Touchdown, Lions. Boy, what a play. Josh was flushed out of the pocket. He saw Joey in the back of the end zone. Again, I was afraid maybe the wind might carry him out. Joey got hit, but he held on. So that's a huge play for the Lions. Big, big play. And Taylor made that all happen because he scrambled all over the place. Okay, now we're going to go for two. I, I think I'd probably 21 12. Yeah, they bring us it. within seven. Yeah, it's so early, though, with the win. I think I'd take the point here, try to stay within a possession. But let, let you know, that Beach decision's him. made. So let's get it. Beecham, they'll put it at the three. Lions will go for the two. Beecham to the right of Taylor. Ball right in the center of the field. Ayler and Newton now wide to the right. Now Ayler moves in motion to the far side. Now reverses. They're going to throw it out to Ayler. He's going to throw it into the end zone. He's, He's got, got Newton. Touchdown on the two-point two conversion. Yep. What a great play call right there. You can see right away Jake Ayler, a former high school quarterback that actually played a little bit last year. So we do cut it to seven, and we still got eight and a half minutes with the wind here. So we got to get a stop on defense, get the ball back, and we're, we're in good shape. Dave. 8.46 to go in the first half, an official timeout on the field. It's now Alma 21, the Mount 14 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Take your game to new heights at Mount St. Joseph University, where Division III champions are made. We coach our Lions to become leaders who will win on the field and in their career. With 23 athletic teams and cutting-edge facilities, we are the NCAA Division III University in Greater Cincinnati. Are you ready to compete with the heart of a Lion and become our next champion? Learn more at msjlions.com. Chuck, after a couple of weeks of Joey Newton not being involved in the offense so much for the Lions, he was a key increment in it now. Oh, he's Mr. Clutch. He's, he's done it all year. Like you say, a couple games there, he wasn't getting a whole lot, but he has been so clutch. And, uh, boy, I'm telling you, on that touchdown pass, he got hit. He had to hold on to it. And yep. then the two-pointer obviously is wide open. So uh, they've been saving that two-point play. It was an excellent call. 
Uh, sometimes you want to take the point and stay with an eight, but they had a call they felt really confident in, and clearly it worked. So we're within seven. Like I said, eight and 46 to go. Let's stop them and get the ball back. We got to win another eight 46. Farsing will kick it off. Hogan on the right hand side to return it for Alma. And on the left hand side is Gorolowski. And Farsing will kick it off deep, and it is going to go over the head of Hogan and through the end zone and out of the end zone for a touchback. Mount St. Joseph is launching a student-run clinic that will offer free physical therapy services to underinsured Westside residents. The clinic is located at 672 Meade Road. 8.46 to go in the half. And St. John, who is four of six passing now for 33 yards, has Williams with 26 yards rushing. And they move a man in motion to the far side. And that being the tight end, Thomas, handoff to Williams. Williams Wrapping is going right to struggle and to get forward to the 26-yard line, just a gain of a yard. Nice job. Yeah, on the Nate play. Owens there. Yep. Nice, nice one-on-one -on -one tackle. That's what we've been really struggling with the times these last couple weeks, Dave. Second down, nine. Rolling out to the right is St. John. Throws over on the left-hand side. It is complete at the 29-yard line and pushed out of bounds right there. Short game. That's Nate Gorowski. Or oh, this be a good quick three and out here. Gorowski's their leading receiver. That is his 49th reception of the season. And it'll be third down and a long six from the 29-yard line. Lions showing blitz. And now Alma's going to stop and look over to the sideline and pick up the new play from Zach Reepman, their offensive coordinator. Third down seven, St. John takes the snap, throws out to the left, and Williams fell down yep. after he caught the ball, and he's down at the 26-yard line, and the Lions defense holds. Yeah, it, a big three and out there. Again, hurry up's great when you move the ball and move the chains, but when you go three and out, you're putting your defense right back on the field. We should have a short field here with an opportunity to go in and tie it. Beecham is going to drop back at about his own 40. Yeah, he's plenty deep enough against the wind. And into punt the ball away is Kinsvatter. Kinsvatter will punt it from his own 26-yard line. That's a good snap, and Kinsvatter gets it away, and it's going to be killed by the wind. It'll hit at the 44, take a mountain bounce, and be down near the 50-yard line. That's going to be just a 24-yard punt at the end, Chuck. Yeah, again, you know, <laughs> We're a little too deep. If he's shallow, he can come up and get that on the run. I know sometimes you're afraid it's going to go over your head, but that wind howling the way it is, we've talked about it all year. It's, uh, But we, we'll take a good field position at the 49. Yeah, you can hear that wind howling out <laughs> it there. It sure can. Well, actually, they're going to put it at midfield. So yep. we got a chance to go in and tie it or maybe, who knows, take the lead if you go. 7 2 Lions are down by 7, 21-14. It's been an odd way we've gotten to the <laughs> score, but we'll take it right now. Taylor with Beecham in the backfield. Cornell, 102 yards in rushing. Taylor, 94 yards passing. And the handoff goes to Beecham off the left-hand side inside Alma territory. He is stacked up, brought down near the 48-yard line for a gain of just a couple. Yeah. That Whitewater Aurora game, the winner of that, plays the winner of this next week. That game gets underway at 1 o'clock. At halftime, our guest is Melanie Wagner, the Athletic Director of the Mount. We'll get a chance to talk to her. 
Second down. Call it a long eight yards to go from the 48-yard line of Alma. Empty backfield now. Straight shotgun for the Lions. They spread the field with receivers. Dropping back Taylor. Looking over the middle. He's going to throw it out to the right-hand side, and it is complete to Cornell Beach. A broken tackle at the 38. He's run out of bounds at the 35-yard line. That'll be a gain of 14 on the pass, and it's another first down for the Lions. Nice job by Josh there. His primary wasn't open. He checked it down to Cornell and ran a couple guys over. First down. He got time on that one Absolutely. too, Chuck. Good pass blocking there yep. by the offensive line. Six minutes and running left to go in this first half. Taylor with Beecham now back behind him in the the pistol formation and the fake handoff Taylor is going to throw it deep to Hunley into the end zone Hunley it's overthrown and incomplete boy he overthrew him by about 10 yards yeah it was pretty good coverage too got it up in that wind stream yeah, and it just carried yeah. and one of them the only guy that's going to catch it is my guy and uh yeah, you know, at the end of the day, Chuck, that Franklin game may come back to be a blessing because yeah, learning how to play in this stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Pollard is out wide to the right hand side now as he comes back into the ball game. Newton slot right, and they are out close to the sideline. Porter is out wide to the left hand side. Powell tight end right off the line with Beecham in the backfield. And the handoff to Beecham right up the middle to the 30. 25 spun away from a tackle. He's brought down at the 23. Really nice play call there by Coach Coral. Spread the field, spread everybody out, get a nice hole up the middle. First down. 12 yards on the carry. Gives the Lions a first down just outside the red zone at the 22. Lions have been able to run the football today, and they want to keep doing that in the second half. They're down by a touchdown and an extra point, 21-14. Handoff Beecham around Good the left-hand side. A lot of green to the 15, and he's going to be upended at the 14. Well, now they're going to put him down at right at right the, the 15. 15. He looked like he was inside there. Yeah, it sure did. He's got second three. Second down, three yards to go. Let's see, here, here's the replay. It's a seven-yard gain for Cornell. Boy, he is on par for a huge, huge day today. Well, they wanted to save him for games like this. And Second and three. He's delivering. And Taylor's going to keep it around a block by Beecham. He's at the 10, cuts inside to the five. Inside the five, yep. Nice run by Josh. Down right at the five-yard line. That's a 12-yard gain of first down. Yep, take care of the ball here. And yep. Now they're going to spot it at the five. I guess maybe it's our angle. Right. Yeah, right <laughs> at the five. It looked like he was way inside the five. 4.35 and running, left to go. Taylor, now Mariano McKenzie into the football game for the Lions. Powell tied in right. Porter wide left. It is Newton wide right. Two tight ends set. Taylor's going to keep it. Right up the middle, now bounces to the left, to the three. He'll be stacked up, brought down right there at the right three. At the three, yeah. Yep, couple yard gain on the play, and it'll be second and goal. I thought we might see Mo on that one. Now Cornell's going to no Mo. They're both going to stay in here, so a little bit of a wrinkle. Yep, I like that. This could be some type of counter play. You got McKenzie and Beecham in the ball game at the same time. They're going to line up in the backfield. It's almost like the old-fashioned T formation. Yeah, yeah. But now they've got McKenzie. Yep, it is the T formation, Chuck. Yep, it's a wing T. You can give it to either guy. Taylor right in the middle of McKenzie and Beecham. Fake handoff throw over the middle, and it is uh, going to be into the hands, knocked away yeah, by Alma's defensive back on the play, Gage Nelson yeah. and Jack Kretschommer. He was going for Gary Powell there, Yep, and uh, they got a hand on it. 
like to have seen a, just three runs here. Now yeah. we're down to two runs. So it'll be third down, goal to go from the three. So now it'll be the wing T formation again. I'm going to call it that. Beecham is to the right. McKenzie to the left, play clock down to 12. Lions look to the sideline, and I think they want to use another yeah. timeout, and they will. Three minutes, 34 seconds left to go in this first half of action. We're going to take a quick timeout, and I correct myself, three minutes, 39 seconds to go. Scott with a 21-14 lead over the Lions. We'll just keep it right here. Lions with the lead, with the drive there down to the three yard line so far trying to get this thing into the end zone and trying to get this game tied yeah I'm one of them percentage guys if I'm on the three and I need three yards I'm going to run it three times and take my chances now of course he could have been wide open in the end zone it could have worked too so I'm sure they thought it was a, a sure touchdown so we'll see what they come up here I'm thinking they might go out of that T formation to go more of the eye let just line Cornell up and give it to him let him pick his hole and just get it in there in D1 football, TCU and Baylor tied up at 14. Michigan over Illinois in the second quarter, 7-0. Alabama leading Appalachian State, 14-0. And UCF and Navy are tied up at 14 apiece. Yeah, now it's just a single. They're going to give it to Cornell here. Yep, Cornell in the backfield now with Taylor. Receivers out wide on both sides. Powell tied in right off the, off the line of scrimmage, right behind Jones. Handoff. Goes to Beecham. Beecham around the right side. He's going to get hit. Flag. And a flag is going to be thrown. And let's see what that is. That might be a face mask. It's either Chuck. holding or a face mask. It's a, yep. No, it's a face mask. Yep, it's a face mask. Personal foul face mask oh that boy. it's going to be. A first down for the Lions, half the distance to the goal. That is huge. That is a huge. Because it would have been fourth and goal from the five. And then what do you do? This way it takes the decision. We should be about at the one and a half. And again, let's go straight up the middle. Let's not yep. run wide. This is where I agree with you. Not very <laughs> often, but uh, you know it does happen so every once in a while. Where I, I wish the Lions had a play where Taylor was under center. Yeah, let's just go straight ahead here four times. If yep. they stop you four times, you tip your hat. Are they ever going to put? The ball was at the three. Now it's on the two now and they, a half. Yeah, maybe, they've, now they've got to put it at the yard and a half. Yeah, that's unless and they're going to put, put it at the, the two. two. Yeah. A little inside the two. Well, <laughs> not very little. <laughs> Beecham with Taylor out of the pistol. Take Taylor the, the snap, oh, looks into the end zone. He's got the touchdown, that's Lions! Joey Newton! That's the Cooper Cup route. The in and out, it's almost unstoppable. Yeah, boy, Connor Doomer was over there trying to handle Newton, and he looked at that route and said, I then no. <laughs> Well, we got a chance to tie it up here, and twenty-one twenty. We get a good snap, and and we still got three twenty to go, so we could hold them, get the yep. ball back with the win. So. Got one timeout yep. left, so Farsing will come in to attempt the extra point. Patrick Murray is the holder. Lions need good snaps here. Yeah. Three twenty to go in the half, and there's a good snap. Ball is up. Is it good? And it's it good. is good, man. We are tied. 3.20 to go in the first half. Your score, it's the Scots 21, the Lions 21 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. 
Thank you, Delhi Skyline Chili, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Delhi Skyline, 5137 Delhi Pike, and Skyline Thank you, Bearcat Storage, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Bearcat Storage, two locations on Delhi Pike, and BearcatStorage.com. Lions have come back to tie it up after being down 21-6. It's now 21-21, and they will be kicking it off to Alma. Dave, we can see, I mean, we I say this every week, we can see how important it is having the win in these games. Yeah. Boy, it's, it's critical. And, and actually, with them deferring, I'm sure they'll take the ball, so we'll have the opportunity to take the win in the fourth quarter if we choose. Frenchko is back set to return with Hogan. Ari Turner is going to hold the ball for Farsing. And it is a short end-over-end kick that's going to hit at the 25 and bounce out of bounds. So (sighs) now Alma will get the best, the football, at their 35-yard line. Yeah, he doesn't have to try to go. He just kicks it with the win. He could just kick it into the end zone. I think he was trying to pop it into that certain area there, but uh, just kick it in the end zone. He got the win like he did last time. So Alma will take it over, first and 10 from their own 35 after the penalty. 3.20 left to go in this first half of action. We'll get a station ID here in for you right after this play. St. John takes the snap, handoff to Williams off the RPO, struggles forward, and picks up five on the first down run out to the 40. You are listening to Mount St. Joseph College Football on WDTZ FM 98.1 and UltimateSportsTalk.com. Second down. And the high snap, and now St. John's going to throw a slant and over the middle, and incomplete. Good coverage out there by Nate Owens. Yeah, really good coverage. Now this becomes huge right here because they have to punt into the wind if we can hold them. I'm really surprised they threw the football there. Tried to get it to Lotterman, and Lotterman, he threw it. St. John threw it low, and Lotterman couldn't come up with it. We want to take away those slants right now, so turn down. 254 left to go. Goralski goes out in a stack formation out wide to the left-hand side with Lotterman. St. John, handoff Williams off the left side. He's going to be tackled shy of the first down. That's going to be Anthony Wright coming in along with Noah Hammond making the tackle at the 48-yard line. It'll be fourth down and about a yard. And what will Alma do? I wouldn't blame him if they went for it. I'd go for it. You're punting Would you? the win. Yeah, I mean, like last week, we punted against Franklin 20 yards. They're not going to get much anyway, but now I think they're going to punt it. They're going to punt the football away. They do get the football back to start the second half, and that may... Yeah, we better watch the fake here. Make sure that they punt it away. Yeah. Beecham's going to drop back, set to return. There's 217, excuse me, left to go. Blocks down to five. And snap is away, and the kick is away, and it's a good kick into the win. Beecham's going to take it at the 20 and get hit right away at the 20. 36-yard punt. Pretty good into the wind. I'll give him that. Yep. Beecham did not take the fair catch, and, boy, he hung on to that football. He got hit right away. At halftime, we'll talk with the Mount's athletic director, Melanie Wagner, so stick around for that. Lions have the football one timeout left. Yeah, I think I'd be careful. We do have the win. Run a couple, see what happens, and, uh, you know, you don't want to be punting here if you can avoid it. 2 remaining in the half. They're going to spot him at the 22. 
Taylor was way off the line of scrimmage getting the play call. Now comes up to the line out of the pistol formation. I think they're going to hand it on. They're going to snap it to Beecham. Yeah, and they, they do. Snap it to Beecham. He's going to keep it on the option around the 20 to the 25-yard line. And he'll be stacked up right there after a gain of about three. And, boy, I'll tell you what, you got to look at this play over on the left-hand side, Chuck, on the replay. There was some scuffling going on, and one of the mm. Lions linemen just got punched right in the kisser. And the referee stood right there and watched it. No call. Second down. Call it six on a four-yard gain for Cornell. Ball at the 25-yard line. Taylor looking things over as the Lions are letting the clock run down. 16. Fake handoff. They're going to throw out to the right yeah. side. It's batted down at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, now this becomes a must because yep. the way our kicking game's been with the bad snaps and everything. Third down, six yards to go. This becomes a one of the big plays of the ball game. Yeah, either incomplete or they stop a short. They're calling timeout. They're going to get the ball back with oh, a minute or so to go. Cam York comes out wide to the right. Newton slot right. Jake Ehlers into the ball game. He's in on the left, the right-hand side. Porter is out wide to the left. Beecham with the play clock down to 10 to the left of Taylor. Game clock at a minute 23. Dropping back Taylor. Looks upfield, throws over the middle. He's got a complete to Beecham. Beecham's got a lot of room to the 40. Now cuts back to the 45-yard line, and he's got a 25-yard, 20-yard reception and a first down for the Lions. Now we can go hurry up. A minute 13 to go. Clock stops on the first down, and now they'll set it. Wow, that stopped as long as we've seen all year. Yeah, it, it is. A cut, snap it. Oh, he would have had 12 men on the field. Taylor didn't see the 12th man on the field. Now he rolls out uh, to the left, and he dropped the football uh, and now falls right on it back to the 38-yard line. It's going to be a loss of seven. Boy, a big play followed by a dud. Yeah, I think now we're going to kind of just say let's forget it. 51 seconds to go, 47, yep. Lions taking their time, looking to the sideline. Remember, Alma will get the football to start the second half. It's going to be second down, 16, handoff Beecham. Beecham off the left side, spins to the right. He's got it at the 45 to the 50. He'll be stopped right there. That's going to be a 13-yard gain. 25 seconds to go. I think I'd take a time out here. I would, too. They're not. I think they're afraid that if they don't make it, that the bad snap and I just. But boy, you're in the playoffs. You got to play. Well, play. you know what? I think I'd take it all the way down. That's what they're To about do. two seconds, and then take that timeout. Yeah, they're going to throw a hail mary here. Receivers out wide. Fake handoff. Taylor steps up. Yeah, He's going to go ahead and run it. He's got it at the 45. Dives forward yeah. to the 43 yard line. That's an eight yard gain, but it will end the first half of action here from Alma. And what a first half of action it's been, Chuck. Yeah, you know, down 21-6 for us to battle back like that and get it tied up. We got some really nice momentum going in. And uh, we'll be interested to see because they're going to get the football. So, you know, I'm hoping we take the win in the fourth. We'll see. Josh Taylor's thrown for 128 yards, two touchdowns. Cornell Beecham has rushed for 139 yards on 21 carries. Taylor, 33 yards rushing. Just off the top of my head, that's about 200 or 175 yards rushing against a team that's only been giving up 107. Well, I, you know, we mentioned in pregame how that we felt like we were going to fly over that number. They haven't seen an offense like ours this year. You know, and 
But the Lions, in that second quarter, they got the wind to their back, and they came back from a deficit of 21 to 6. Yeah, that's why it's critical to have it. That's why I think it's critical to have it in the fourth. You may be losing going into the fourth, but we were losing 21 to 6, and look what kind of damage we did. Well, our halftime guest is going to be Melanie Wagner, the athletic director of Mount St. Joseph University. I'm Dave Mitchell with Chuck Murray. The halftime show is coming up next on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Action. Using gay to mean dumb or stupid, not cool. Not in my house, not anywhere. Words have consequences, you know, so we, we're accountable for the things that we say, and, and words have meaning. And so we have to be careful with the things that we say and be sensitive to others, and so hopefully we can get that across. For someone like Graham Hill to say, and I believe it's wrong, um, and I want you to stop doing it, um, I think is very powerful. It's not creative, it's offensive to gay people, and you're better than that. When it comes to uh, you know, homophobic in, in the sports world, it's come a long way, and I think that people are realizing that you have to respect one another. You have to respect people's values and what they are, because we're not here to judge, and I think it's, it's critical to start the standard for people that are in kindergarten, first, second grade, and it starts with the NBA, because uh, a lot of these people, you look up to the stars, these role models, and kids want to be you, and if they see how you're acting towards this, um, it definitely will sway a lot of people. With small class sizes, over 22 different NCAA Division III men's and women's athletic teams, an eSports team, a vibrant arts and theater program, and dozens of student clubs and campus activities, you'll be sure to find your place at the Mount. Discover your potential. Discover the Mount. Visit our website at msj.edu slash admissions. In the game of life, it's not how far you can throw the ball. It's not how high you can fly. It's not how fast you can run. Or how many touchdowns you can score that matters. It's really how you play the game that counts. Because the game only lasts four quarters. For a few years. For that moment in time. Good sportsmanship. 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 Lasts a lifetime. And welcome back to Alma. We are at halftime of this afternoon's D3 football playoff game between the Mount St. Joseph Lions and Alma. Joining us here this afternoon is the athletic director for Mount St. Joseph University, Melanie Wagner. Melanie, thanks for joining us here at the half. This team, this football team now has gotten farther than any football team since 2009 at the Mount. Talk a little bit about, first of all, what this type of a season has done for your program. And then secondly, just how much work does it put add extra to your plate as the athletic director? Well, that's a great question. First, I would say this is just a special team. I know you didn't ask me that, but I'm going to say it anyway. 19 guys on, on all HCAC. We, we swept, you know, coach of the year, offense, defense, and they do this as a team. So they make it pretty easy on me, to be honest. Um, what it's done for the university, I mean, the excitement that we have right now is, is intangible. Um, we have a watch party going on for the students at home. We have a watch party going on for alumni at one of the local establishments in Delhi, um, Wishbone Tavern. So it, it's just, it, and, and the excitement is incredible. I mean, I have professors stopping me in the hallway saying congratulations. It's just, it's awesome. Um, as far as work and what, what more it has to do, honestly, if we were hosting, it would be a ton. But this is kind of nice. I, I kind of get a weekend off. I get to travel up to Alma, watch a great football game, and, and kind of enjoy the festivities. Really, all, all it's done for me is more meetings. <laughs> you know, you talked a little bit about the alumni and how they, they really grasped this thing last week, didn't they? They were awesome last week. We sat in a meeting today, talked about, you know, throwing snowballs and what would happen at the game tomorrow if that happened. And I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit sad to say, but also kind of laughing about it. Our alumni did that in the end zone last week. <laughs> Made a few yeah. snowballs through them, but they, it was exciting. It was good to have them back. And that was just a huge crowd last Saturday. Huge crowd. I mean, it, and it was full of everybody, people from the community, faculty, staff, students, alumni. It was awesome. Melanie, I know you just kind of glossed over it, but there's a lot of paperwork. There's a lot of things that you have to do in order for this team to, to participate in these playoffs. 
just talk a little bit about what that encompasses. Yeah, I mean, the beginning part of this is really just at the last minute setting up a team travel, you know, with, with a couple of days to do it and 100 mm-hmm. guys or close to anyway. Um, Coach Hopperton does a lot of that, but there was a little bit of that. Um, the, the big paperwork will come as soon as we're done, filling out all of the paperwork on the expense reports, getting it taken care of with the NCAA and following through with all of that. And then, of course, just the setup on campus for the things we're doing for our students and our student athletes that are still home on campus. The hotel that gets set up. Now, is that set up by you or is that set up by the NCAA and they've reserved the rooms for you? Great question. When you put a bid in, the schools that put the bids in, which we did put a bid in Mm -hmm. for our own home field, but we have to call around and get hotels. And then once you get awarded the game, then the school, so Alma got together, gave us the hotel where we would be staying at. And then, of course, it's on us to actually get the room list together, figure out meals on the road, those sorts of things. We've done this with girls softball now for the last couple of years. You got you got to be an old hand at this, getting getting this all prepared, aren't you? <laughs> you know what? It's getting it's getting more and more fun. The more we go, I love it. <laughs> now, let's move on to women's basketball. You hired Macy Elston as the new women's basketball coach, and as I said, I haven't had an opportunity to talk to you about that. You know, prior to her, her being hired, but what made her the right person for the Mount at this point in time to take over this program? Yeah, Maisie has a good resume. I mean, she she comes to us, first of all, from London, England, so it's fun to listen to her talk. Um, But she had a successful career at Houston Baptist. Um, She was at Earlham, which is obviously in our league for a couple of years. Then she went to... um, Oh, gosh, IU Southeast, I think it is. And, and she comes to us. One of the things I really liked about Maisie was her energy. Um, she's a no-nonsense kind of old-school coach, get it done, um, but close, close enough to the girls that she can still communicate well with them and hear what they're having to say. And the biggest piece for me is, is her ability to recruit. Um, you know, you, you can do it all, but if you don't have the right recruits, then sometimes it just doesn't work. You've got the basketball background. Talk about what she has done in the first three games that has impressed you so far. Yeah, I really, they play aggressive defense. Um, they play with a lot of heart, which is awesome. They distribute the ball very well. Uh, they play very team-oriented. And like I said, she's, she's got a ton of discipline in there. So having that only is going to help them to get better and better. And to be very honest with you, I, I know I touched on it a little bit, and I know you asked about the games, but within the first 30 days, she had 30 kids on campus. I mean, she already knew who she, you know, kids that she liked and wanted, and she's not anywhere close to being done, but she's rolling already with the recruiting. When she interviewed with you, did she have a plan like that developed that that really kind of caught your eye? Absolutely. That's one of the questions we ask in an interview is, you know, what are you going to do your first five days? What are you going to do the next 10? And, and then what is 30, 60, 90? What's it look like? And she was able to roll it out and tell us exactly how she was going to attack it. There's also a new assistant coach for the men's side. Yes. And how much input did you have on that? You know, with our, with our assistant coaches, we really want the head coach. They've got to gel with the head coach. So we meet the assistant coach candidates and we speak with them. But ultimately, you know, we, have the, we could say no, um, but ultimately it's our head coach's job to pick their assistant coaches. Jalen's a good – he's a great hire, though. He's going to be really good. You know, the one thing, wrestling. Uh, it's just been a program for a few years, but it's developed already with one national championship. Uh, Charles Mason, the head coach. What has he done to really move this program along so quickly? Yeah, I feel like I'm giving you repeat answers, and I'm very sorry about that. But you know, the way that Charles is able to recruit the guys, the quality of, of wrestlers and student-athletes that he brings in, and then honestly, he makes relationships with kids like, like maybe one of the best on our coaching staff. So if you've got a kid that's got a problem, they go to Coach Mason. He's, he's amazing with the kids, and he really develops a closeness, and the kids feel, look at him as almost like a father figure and go to him for what they need. Melanie, when you took this job over, of course, almost simultaneously COVID hit, and that wasn't easy to get through. Do you feel like you're getting back to some sort of normalcy? 
Yeah, actually, when we had our first staff meeting this year, we actually said that. We actually said, this is the first year since I've been the AD that, that we've had a regular year. And, and so we really talked about with our administrative staff, we're laying out what it is we're about and what we want to do, what's different from previous you know, regime, who is my mentor, Steve Radcliffe, a phenomenal guy, but of course, we're two different people. Um, so we, we really laid that out this year. And this is my third year in the job, but it felt like the first year we could really do it. I don't know how much you could say about this. If you can't say anything, just go ahead. But what, what are your thoughts on the new, the new baseball complex? What can you tell us about that, and how far down the road is that? Yeah, I can tell you that um, we are still working with the city of Delhi uh, to make sure everything's good. We've had some surveyors out to the land. Um, we still we still need to raise money. I got to throw that out there for sure. So if anybody you know wants to give some money to our baseball baseball field, we'd love to take it. Um, but we're we're in the design phase. Um, we're we're nowhere close to getting ready to break ground yet. But we're we're getting there. It's a steady. We meet pretty much weekly or biweekly to talk about what we're doing. So, Melanie, final question: Where is this program not at now that you could see it being in two or three years down the road? Baseball or all of athletics? All, of, all, of, all together. You know, one of the things that we said is, is we don't want to we, – we understand that teams aren't going to win conference championships every single year, but we're going to compete in every sport every single year. And that's where I want to see us two, three years down the line. Every sport's competing. Nobody in our conference walks in the door and says, hey, they have a win. That's, that's, we're, that's not where we are. This has been fun, hasn't it? It's been great. I love it. <laughs> Melanie, thanks for joining us here at halftime. Appreciate you, Dave. Thank you. We'll be back with a look at first half stats. We'll do that right after this timeout. Thank you, Wishbone Tavern, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Wishbone Tavern, 5251 Delhi Pike, and wishbonetavern.com. When I needed to renew my teaching license, Mount St. Joseph University offered the only program in Ohio that allowed me to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree fully online. The Mount helped me climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash Ohio. Thank you, Delhi Skyline Chili, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Delhi Skyline, 5137 Delhi Pike and well, it is a windy, chilly day here today, Chuck, but the Mount St. Joseph fans across the way and listening to us all over the place probably have their hearts warm because after being down 21-6, to they have come back and tied it up here at the half, 21-21. Yeah, really nice comeback by the Lions, you know, and they, they've had a lot of fight all year. They've had, had some adversity in some of them close games at the beginning of the year, and then obviously last week Rose Holman went back and forth, so they're not going to quit. This this means a lot to, to this football team, this coaching staff, and, and they know they're playing for the university too. They're, they're going to lay it all out there. Well, here's a look at the scoreboard in Division Three college football, the games that are going on right now. And remember, these games are early, so the scores, yeah, there are going to be some surprises here. Uh, Mount Union right now is blowing out Salisbury, 27-0. That's at the half. North Central out of Illinois, the number one ranked team, is leading 7-0 over Lake Forest with 6.40 to go in the first quarter of play. Huntington and Mary Harden Baylor are scoreless. That game just began. St. John's leads Northwestern out of Minnesota 7-0 in the first period of action. It is Trinity over Harden-Simmons. Well, that game is tied up at nothing-nothing. No score. Nine and a half minutes in the first quarter left to go. Wartburg is leading University of Wisconsin lacrosse seven nothing seven minutes to go in the first quarter. Whitewater is losing to Aurora seven nothing. But like I said, there's ten minutes to go in the first quarter. It's, it's, it's still early. At halftime, Ithaca blowing out Massachusetts Dartmouth 
42 to nothing. Susquehanna and Utica are tied up at three. That's at the half. It is Bethel over Wheaton, Illinois, 14 to nothing. That's still in the first quarter. At halftime, Delaware Valley is beating Gallaudet by a score of 25 to nothing. It is Cortland over Randolph-Macon, 28-21. That is at the half. John Hopkins at halftime leads Stevenson 20-7. Carnegie Mellon is blowing out DePauw. That's at halftime, 28-7. Endicott and Springfield are tied at 7 apiece. They're in the third quarter of play. That's the only game so far, Chuck, that has gotten into the third quarter of all the games that have begun. And at halftime, it is Catholic and Bridgewater State. Bridgewater State, 21, Catholic 14. And Hudson is leading Plymouth State by a score of 20 to 7. Games that have not begun yet, it is RPI and Morrisville State. Hobart against Washington and Jefferson. FDU Florham and Grove City. Brockport and Westminster, Pennsylvania. It is Muhlenberg and Lebanon Valley. Yersinus and Kings have not gotten underway yet. And Concordia against Monmouth. Bridgewater and Apprentice have not started yet. And Washington U and University of Wisconsin River Falls. That game is going to get underway at 4 o'clock this afternoon. So some surprises, some not really some surprises so far in the bracket. Yeah, you know, again, sometimes when you're at from different regions and you don't really have common opponents. You don't really know how good or how bad, and not bad, but how how good some of these teams really are. And, and some of the scores are somewhat lopsided. And obviously some of the teams that are beating these teams bad are really, really good. So you see some of these in the first couple rounds at times. Yeah. I mean, it's like the NCAA basketball tournament that everybody is so hot to trot over. I mean, there are some teams that do upset you, and, there, and there's going to be a couple of upsets today. Sure. You sure. know there's going to be. Sure there will. Sure there will. You know. Well, let's take a look at the stat story, first of all, for the Mount St. Joseph Lions individually. Then we'll take a break and take a look at the team stats. Chuck, Josh Taylor, 11 of 18 passing, 128 yards, two touchdowns. He has not been his usual Josh Taylor-esque self, but... He's gotten his team back into a tie ball game. Yeah, you know, Josh, he, he might not have his A-plus game, but he's just he's, he's out there battling as hard as he can. He's made some really good throws. The throw to Joey Newton was phenomenal. The catch was phenomenal on that third down that got us to within 21, third, well, 12, then we made the two-pointer. So, uh, you know, again, he's not going to be Superman every week, but he's pretty close to it. He, he's just him and Cornell, and the offensive line has been fantastic. And actually, I mean, Really, I think we're outgaining them like 300 to like 90 something. So it, it's crazy that the score's tied, but obviously they got the defensive touchdown and and the mishap on the on the bad snap on the punt that gave them a short field. So yeah, it's we're, it's, it's 309 to, to 90. To 90. Uh, if you saw that, you'd think we were up. But but again, we talk about turnovers and basically the bad snap on a punt's a turnover. And then we uh you know we did some other things here with the botched kickoff return and the penalty on the on the uh, touchdown we scored and gave him 15 yards there. So, so I, all in all, I think we should probably consider ourselves lucky that we're tied. But yet, if you look statistically, you'd say, gosh, they should be up by two or three touchdowns. You know, it's interesting here, Chuck, is they've only got us down for uh, one one fumble. That's yeah, it. Well, we know we've got at least two because yeah. one, you know, went out of bounds. So, yeah. but that, neither here nor there. That's what they've got us down here for so far in this ball game. Now, the Lions have rushed for 181 yards, 
And that is mainly behind Cornell Beecham, who's got 139 so far in this first half on 21 carries. Yeah, we're unleashing him today. I think yep. what we talked about earlier how, you know, they wanted to make sure he had fresh legs and save even much as you can, uh, you know, especially after his, his horrific injury a couple years ago. But uh, they're getting his money's worth out of him today. He's really carrying <laughs> the rock, and he's been outstanding. They're putting him to work today. Josh Taylor, 11 carries, 33 yards on the afternoon and one touchdown rushing and mariano mckenzie has got one carry today for nine yards on the day now the lions offensively at the receiver position joey newton's back at the top yeah. he's got four receptions here today 60 yards two touchdowns yeah I, I would say joey's been their most consistent receiver all year he's had i can only think of one drop all year and he gets open and uh Boy, he he, you know, he he take he gets banged around, but he still holds on to it, and he's a clutch receiver. There's no doubt about it. Cornell Beecham three catches for 140 yards, so he's got close to a 200 yards in all-purpose yardage today. Yeah, again, we talked about at the beginning of the broadcast how you know Josh Taylor wins offensive MVP of the league, and rightfully so. But Cornell's leading the nation in all-purpose yeah. yardage, and we're just very fortunate to have those two guys on our football team. Omar Porter two catches for 18 yards. Caden Pollard and Zakeem Hunley have each caught a pass here today. Lions and Alma tied up at 21 at halftime. We'll be back with more after this. You want to advance your career through education, but you have a busy family and work schedule. Mount St. Joseph can help. The Mount School of Business offers an MBA program on Saturday mornings where you can earn your master's degree in two years. Courses are led by faculty who are experts in their areas and taken one at a time, and the GMAT is not required for admission. Classes every Saturday can make a huge difference in your life and your career. Learn more about the Saturday MBA program. Visit msj.edu slash MBA. Chuck, taking a look at the individual stats for Alma here this afternoon. Their quarterback, Connor St. John, has six of nine passing for 33 yards. Eddie Williams started out well here today, but he ended up kind of slowing down. The Lions had done some adjustments defensively and held him to just 36 yards rushing on 10 carries in the half. Yeah, the last two series, I believe they went three and out. Our defense got him off the field three and out which was outstanding to allow us to get the ball back and tie the game up. Uh, yeah, they, they've been really, really good. Again, giving up 90 total yards for the first half. You know, if they only get 90 in the second half, I, I'm going to like our chances. I, I am too. Ooh. Carter St. John, two carries, 14 yards. And Davin Reef has come in out of that uh, Wildcat pistol formation, and he carried it three times for seven yards and got a touchdown out of it. Devin Frenchko, a couple of receptions, 27 yards. Eddie Williams has caught the ball out of the backfield twice for just a yard here today. Nathan Goralski and Ty Lotterman have each caught one pass, but just for a total of five yards here today. Quickly, Chuck, defensively, the Lions made some adjustments when they got the wind to their back, and they're really shut down Alma in that second quarter. Yeah, for sure. It looked like Alma wasn't really throwing the ball down the field against the wind, which it's difficult to do, no question about it. So, again, this will be very interesting. Coach Opperton's got the decision of his of his young career to make here. Uh, does he – because Alma's going to take the ball, no question about it. So, they get to decide, do they want the win in the fourth or do they want to take it right now? i take it in the fourth. I would too. But, you know, they did, he disagreed with us all year long. So, we'll yep. see what happens. All he right. did take the win in the second quarter this time. So, we'll see. All right. We'll see what happens. Second half action is coming up next on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. 
Thank you, Delhi Barbers, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Delhi Barbers, 402 Greenwell Avenue, and DelhiBarbers.com. Thank you, Cincinnati Open Box Outlet, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Cincinnati Open Box Outlet, 6252 Glenway Avenue, OpenBoxOutlet.com. Well, here we go. Second half action of this D3 football playoff game. I'm Dave Mitchell with Chuck Murray here this afternoon from Alma College in Alma, Michigan. Dave, we're going to do it. We're going to take the win in the fourth quarter. We're going to do it. I love it. Well, just try to play as much even as you can. You talked with Rick Thompson earlier today. Or was it yesterday? No, it was earlier today at breakfast. Rick told me a story about when he was uh, coaching at Boone County in the 92 state finals. Uh, they lost to Louisville St. X 3 to nothing, and they lost. They had a chance to maybe call timeout and kick their field goal with the win. They didn't, and unfortunately, uh, Louisville St. X kicked it and won 3 to nothing. Uh, Sean Alexander, he said, was a fresh or a sophomore on that team, I believe. So we'll see if it works. But I, I think it's clearly the right decision. I do, too. The Lions are going to be kicking into the wind. And it is gusting probably about 20, 25 miles per hour here, if not more than that. Yeah, it, it's not quite Franklinish, but it's pretty close. Temperature has risen to a balmy 27 <laughs> degrees, and it is just starting to get some flurries out here. It started towards the end of the half. Farfsing, Lions will be going from right to left across your computer screen, and Radio dial and Farsing just squibs it up the field. It'll be taken in by Alma at the 30 to the 35 by one of the upbacks and across the 35 out to about the 38-yard line, and that's where Alma is going to start first and 10. I'm looking for Alma to start throwing some of them slants again and trying to move the football that way. Uh, they know they've got to make some hay in the third quarter. It's going to be spotted at the 37-yard line is where they will spot it. Now the 38-yard line. <laughs> Look, they were pointing at the 37, but they're going to put it down at the 38. So, again, the quarterback, Carter St. John, and he takes There's the snap. Slant. They're going to throw the slant. Oh! Almost intercepted by Starks. Boy, he jumped the route. He sure did. Coach Thompson must have mentioned that at halftime, like, hey, let's jump one of these routes here. And, boy, he, he it, had six written all over. Oh, he just funny. couldn't. He was going home to the house where the furnace is warm, and he would have been Well, I remember he off. dropped one earlier in the year, but then he yep. came back and grabbed one, so maybe he'll get the next one. Second down, 10, stack formation on each side. Handoff Williams around the right-hand side. Williams is going to be hit at the 40, fall forward to about the 42-yard line. All right, big third down coming yep. up already here. Four, right yards, the four yards on the run, and again they go to the hurry-up. Third down, six, trips out to the near side with Lotterman, Goralski, and Frenchko. Lions looking at third and six, showing a blitz. Here they come, oh, and St. John is going to get hit behind the line. Struggles him. forward. They got him at the 45. Gain of just a couple, but the defense holds. Now a flag uh -oh. is going to be thrown, and I believe it's going to be on Nick Stevenson. Oh, boy. And it is going to be on Stevenson. I want to look back on that one because if that one is any different than the one that I saw down here in the second quarter, that's an abhorrent call. And now they're looking. No, they're looking at the mount sideline. Let's see what the Let's call what is. Dead ball, personal foul against Alma. Okay, so we're just going to refuse it and make them punt it, I guess. 
it would be tempting to take it. Oh, no, they're going to mark it off. And it's, yeah, oh, it's, it's a, dead a dead ball, ball foul. I was going to say because with them, you know, they have the win, so we want to try to back them up as much as we can. So that's going to take it back to the 30. Back to the 30-yard line, Chuck. Yep, now if I'm Cornell, I'm a little bit shallow. I don't want him kicking it over my head. He's got the wind here. You can always come in, but it's tough to go back. He's at about his own 30. Yeah, he's figured back out about set a 40 to return. Oh, there's a bad snap. a low snap. snap, but they're going to get it off. And Beecham is going to take it in at his 30 and get hit right there and dropped at the 30. Boy, they have had some nice punt coverage yeah. here today. Boy, heading down there and picking up the tackle is Anthony Spears out of Detroit. Yeah. That's going to be a 40-yard punt, no return. Ball right at the 30-yard line, and that's where the Lions take it over first and 10, going into the wind. Really nice job by their punter, Kinsvarder, I believe. He, he was a yep. bad snap. He scooped it up and got it off. So Taylor, who was 11 of 18, passing for 128 yards and a couple of TDs in at quarterback for the first possession here of the second half for the Lions. Handoff Beecham. Yeah, Beecham cuts it to the right. He's going to outrun one tackler and then get upended at the 31. Boy, he got shut down right away. He bounced off a couple guys. Yeah, right at the line of scrimmage by Connor Duma. Broke that tackle, but then was brought down. By, it looked like Safradine. Yeah, we got a lot of snow flurry so far, really not yep. sticking, but really coming down. That wind is really howling. Gave Beecham a yard gain, second and nine from the 31. Taylor. Snap it, snap it. Uh, oh, he, he, he fell. And they called a timeout. They call the our coaches. Yeah, Alma, yeah. Alma called a timeout. You might be able to hear the coaches right yeah. next to us. Well, he, he kind of took a dive when he saw they had 12 men on the field. So, yeah, our coaches in the the box next to us are livid. That looked like the old uh, days when the Bengals ran the no huddle back in the 80s, and uh, the Chuck Knox-led Seahawks would just fall down when they saw the Bengals going hurry up. So it'll be second down nine. That'll be the first timeout used by Alma. I don't know, they didn't want to use it yeah. in this type of a ball game this soon. Yeah, they, those timeouts are critical coming down the stretch. They've been caught doing that about four times here today where Alma's been trying to run a defensive player yeah, off the field. It'd be nice if we could have some type of signal to say, yeah. just snap it. Who cares? Taylor with Beecham to the right of him out of the pistol. Trips to the far side. Ball on the far hash mark. Second down nine. Handoff, Beecham got a hole on the left yeah, side, but it closed, closed up uh, immediately, yeah. and he got it out to the 32. That's just about a yard gain. Now, Alma, it appears, has made some defensive adjustments at halftime. Yeah, they're, they're going to come up and stop those gaps, especially against the wind when it's tough to throw. 13 minutes to go in the third. Snow picking up here. Oh, it's, it's Allen. Coming out wide to the left is Pollard now. Two receivers out wide to the right. Taylor, the quarterback. He's got Beecham to the right of him on third and eight. He rolls out to the right looking to pass. He's got him. He's got his man on the sideline, uh, but overthrew him and out of bounds. Yeah. Yep. He had him. He just he let him too far. Now the Lions will be forced to punt, and yeah. this wind is really kicking yeah, we, up now. Well, first thing we need is a good, good snap. That's what's been really, yeah. you know, but yeah. I, so Murray. We'll go back to punt the football away. Lions will punt it away from the 32. 
Dropping back set to return looks to be Frenchko. Getting difficult to see the numbers out there through the snow. If he could get a line drive, he might be able to get it over his head. Murray gets the snap. That's a good snap. And, and that he one got is it pretty good there. That, a, yeah, nice we'll take that. A fair catch it at the 36 yard line. That's a 32 yard punt into the wind. Yeah, nice we'll, job. Yeah, we'll take that one. No return. 12:41 remaining. And now the Lions' defense now comes back out onto the field, and it's their turn to try to yeah. Both shut defenses down. did their job. Yep. So, but the longer this can go, tied, the, the more we like it. So first and 10 for Alma. They've got it at their own 36 yard line. Williams in the backfield with St. John the quarterback, the freshman backfield for Alma. And they hand it off right up the middle and it goes out to the 38 yard line. That's Hogan, excuse me. So Jamari Hogan into the ball game for the first time. And he picks up a couple, second and eight. Lions. Moving people around defensively, quick snap. St. John drops back. Now has to run out. He's going to get hit and dropped back to the 28-yard line. That is Declan Brophy. Got good, in there and got him. Good pressure right there. He looked down the field. He wanted to go deep. He was well covered by the secondary of the Lions. So now they're in third and really long. Well, they're going to spot it at the 29. So... That is going to be a loss of about 10 yards on the play. Yeah, just make sure we come up, make the tackle, yep. and don't let anybody get behind us. Third down, 17 yards to go from the 29-yard line. Hogan still in the backfield for Alma. Dropping back St. John. St. John steps up into the pocket, throws oh over the middle, complete, boy. and he's got the first down oh on the reception. Geez, That's French Co. That's a killer. He got it right out, 18 yards. He got one yard more than he needed, and a first and 10 for Alma. Oh, boy. We're and fake handoff. They're going to run it quickly. For now dropping back, St. John. St. John looking out to the right. He's going to be hit by Stevenson, yeah. but now picks up some yardage and skips out of bounds on a nice play, 45. He goes down to the 43-yard line, eight yards on the scamper. Mark that one down on that third and 17. You just can't allow that to happen. Nice pass and everything, but, boy, that's just a killer. He just had too much time. Yeah, he really did. Clock starts, second down, two yards to go. Hand off to Hogan around the left-hand side. Oh He's got boy. the first down into the secondary to the 30. He'll be dropped right there at the 30. 12 yards on the run. First and 10. They got us on our heels right now. Yeah. We well, don't Hogan. know. We're coming or going, and we're subbing, and we're, we're not even getting set, and they're snapping the ball. Hogan has brought some excitement now. Hogan back. He's going to run it right up the middle right. and get hit after a yard gain to the 29. Brophy with the tackle, along with Path. 10.50 left to go. Now, now they're making some wholesale changes. Yeah, so we could make some changes. They'd have to wait for us, but we, we're going to stay with the same package. Receiver package coming in. Now Williams is back in to the backfield. They've got receivers out wide on both sides for Alma. Dropping back, St. John looking to pass. He's going to throw a ball oh, he's straight got down to the middle, and it's oh. incomplete over the head yep. of Williams in the end zone. Well, that's one where the wind helped us. It just He just threw it up there, and it just the wind carried it. He was open. He was open. He beat Mason Williams. Yep, right down Mason the seam. Owens. Right down the seam. So big third down here. I would assume they're in four-down territory. They could try a field goal. They'd have the win, but I would assume that they would probably go for it. 
Hernandez's oh, long field goal this year has been 56. He's yeah, well so he's capable, that. clearly. Yeah. And with the win, maybe they would yeah. try it. But let's stop him first, see what happens. Third down, nine yards to go for Alma. Lions now in defense. They throw the ball out to the right oh. side and went right through the hands and incomplete to yeah. Nate Gorowski. So it brings up fourth and nine. So what are they going to do here? They're kind of. Well, they know they can. Hernandez. Them. They're going to try a field goal. They're going to bring him in. Yep, yep. Hernandez is long this year. has been 56. He is 7 of 12 in field goals this year. It's going to be a 46-yarder. Yep. Maybe they're 47. Gonna, yep, they're going to spot it at the. Oh, no, you're right, 46. 46. He's on an angle, though. Tough kick, even yeah. with the wind. Ball's on the far side. Clock is down to 10. So this will be a 46-yard attempt with the wind at his back. There's the snap, low snap, but he got it away. Blocked! Mount got in and blocked it, and they'll recover the football at the 35-yard line. Yeah, them long field goals have low trajectory coming out of there. So big defensive stop. More important, we're down to 10-17 to go in the third. So, again, as long as we can stay even, the better for us. Absolutely. 21-21. I couldn't see who got their paw on it, but it seemed kind of low, excuse me, low coming out of there. So that might have been kind of a couple guys there. Yeah. So the Lions have the football in their own territory at the 35. And they bring back out Josh Taylor. Beecham's got 141 yards rushing today on 23 carries. Taylor with Powell tight end left. Off the line. Single receivers out wide on both sides. Taylor's going to throw it out to the sideline and it is complete to Porter at the 40-yard line for a gain of five. Omar Porter with the catch. That's his third of the day. It's a nice pickup on first down, second and five. That's manageable. Clock running. Porter now with 21 catches on the season. Second down, five. Handoff up the middle to Beecham. Cuts it off the right tackle. He He's takes it out really to the 44-yard line. Let's see where they and spot him. He's, third I mean, he's and less than a yard, Dave. Yep. Third and less than a yard. About a half yard to go for a Lion first down. Well, now they yep. moved it back a little yep. bit. It now looked like he had about. Right you know, at the 44. Yep. Beecham to the left. Powell tight end left. Let's see where they run. It's a low snap, but Taylor picks it up. He's going to get hit and dropped at the 43. Oh, boy, low snap. He had to go down and get it. Now just cutting into the wind again. Yep. Fourth down two. And they bring back in Ryan Murray to punt it away. So a quick three and out. That's Nine to good. not even a minute has passed. Yeah, that's Chuck. the thing. I mean, we're hurrying up with the against the wind. I would like us to take our time a little bit. You know, fourth, run some clock. Fourth down, two yards to go. Back set to return is Goralski. They seem to rotate these three guys going back and returning on punts. Oh That's boy. a good snap. Murray gets it away. Bounce. Low line drive, and it's going to take a mount bounce. That's it. At the 20, he'll down it at the 21-yard line. 21-yard line. That's a 39-yard punt. It's a smart play, but it's a risky play. When that ball's rolling like that, you know, it's not like a baseball. A football's nope. wobbling, and he saved him some yardage, no question about it. So it worked out, but, boy. So now, here we go again with Alma. Now their opportunity. Alma, first and 10 from their own 22 is where the ball is spotted. Right, 
just outside the 21-yard line. Williams in the backfield. Now they move a man in motion. That's Cole Thomas. St. John ran to his right. Now cuts back to the left. He'll take it out to about the 25-yard line. That's a gain of close to four. Yeah, that was a design quarterback draw all the way. And they're going to go hurry up again. Second down, six. Going out wide to the left-hand side, French go. They've got two receivers out wide to the right-hand side. St. John, pump fake. He's going to throw it up on the right-hand side. Wide open. Oh, on the play is Thomas, the tight end. He's Thomas is at the 20, to the 15, to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown. We had a bust. 74 yards on the pass completion. And Elma has taken a 27-21 lead. Yeah, it's, a, it's just a total bust. Guy went right down the middle. Nobody picked him up and wide open and made the throw, and he was able to outrun us. What a big play. First catch of the day for Cole Thomas, his 19th of the year. Fifth touchdown pass completion of the season. And into attempt the extra point will be Hernandez with 8-10 remaining. And it is a good snap, kick is up, and the kick is good. 8-10 to go, an official timeout on the field. It is now the Scots 28, the Mount 21, on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Take your game to new heights at Mount St. Joseph University. With 23 athletic teams and cutting-edge facilities, we are the NCAA Division III University in Greater Cincinnati. Learn more at msjlions.com. Thank you, Delhi Barbers, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Delhi Barbers, 402 Greenwell Avenue, and DelhiBarbers.com. For more than a century, Mount St. Joseph University has prepared nursing leaders who serve their patients with the heart of a lion. With flexible undergraduate and graduate programs, the Mount will help you climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash nursing. Well, a 74-yard touchdown pass to tight end Cole Thomas, who was wide open on a breakdown in the secondary. And now Alma has got the lead at 28-21. We're still okay, Dave. Again, we just got to be patient. You know, we don't have to get it all back right now. Play smart football. And... They will kick it off, and it'll be taken in by Ari Turner at the 3 to the 10. 15-20, 25-30, breaks it over to the right-hand side, tripped up and brought down at the 35-yard line. Really good return there. Really good return there by Turner. So, Really good field position, 35-yard line. We need a drive now. 32 yards on the return for Ari Turner. And it brings the Lions back out onto the field with Josh Taylor and Beecham coming out wide to the left-hand side. Hunley, slot left is Joey Newton. Newton has caught four passes today. Taylor with 8.02, sees his team down by a touchdown. Handoff Beecham, Beecham to the left-hand side, gets hit at the line, spins forward, brought down at the 39-yard line, four-yard gain. Yeah, when all fails, give it to Cornell, picks up four, second and six. Got to kind of laugh at the Alma crowd because they're all excited over them holding him to a four-yard <laughs> four gain. gain. Yeah. Second down, six yards to go, trips out to the far side, York is out to the far side along with Beecham. Now McKenzie's into the backfield for the Lions. And now what the happened? false start, I guess. False start oh, against boy. the Lions. Oh, boy. 
killing ourselves with penalties. Yep. In that first half, looking at the penalty situation, the Lions had five for 40 yards, while Alma had two penalties for just eight yards. How do you have two penalties for eight yards? I guess a half the distance or something. <laughs> Second down, 11 yards to go, dropping back Taylor. Taylor now rolls out to the right, throws up the right sideline, complete near the sticks. Close to a first down, he's got the first down. That's gonna be a 12-yard completion to Cam York Boy, that's and a huge. first down for the Lions. That's huge, Dave. They had some soft coverage over there and uh, he just went down to the first down marker, turned around, wide open, Josh made the throw. So that's that's huge right there. Cam York's first catch of the day, and it was a biggie. Yep. First and 10, ball at the 46, still in Mount Territory, 6.50 remaining in the third. 28-21, Alma. Handoff, Beecham around the right side. He breaks across the 50, into the clear, across the 45, and down to the 42-yard line. Do I see a flag? That's a 12-yard There is scamper. a flag. What do we got? Oh, there is a flag. Holding again, it looks uh, like, on maybe Sam Martin. Yeah, Sam's out there. He's ar arguing his case. Personal foul. What blindside, blindside block. block. Let's see what this looks like. Well, it wasn't on 66. That's for sure. I just showed it, and it wasn't 66. So that's going to be a 15-yard penalty. Dave, I'm really not seeing anything. I'm sure it was. I don't know, but it's going to knock the Lions back on first down. Yeah, I don't see anything. All the way back to the 31-yard line in their own territory. Yeah. It'll be first at 25 against the wind with 6.42 left to go. So the best thing about this is it's first down. Yeah. Taylor with Beecham to his left. Fake handoff, drops back off play action, rolls out to the right, throws it up the right side, ah. and it went through the hands of Cam York, incomplete, threw it a little too high. Yeah, just a little, the wind just really playing havoc, and that would have been a nice 15-yard gain on first down. 6.29 left to go in this third. Lions down by a touchdown. Brock comes back into the ball game. The Lions will go with a spread formation, no tight end. Hunley is out wide to the left, Porter out wide to the, no, that's Cam York, wide to the right. They've got five receivers. They've moved Beecham into a slot on the left side, out of the shotgun. Taylor throws it up to York, or to Newton. Newton, Newton has it at the 37, brought down right there. It'll be a gain of about seven on the completion, and it's third down and about 15, maybe 17 yards to go. Well, even if we don't get the first down, any yardage we can make will help because punting into the wind has been really tough. No huddle, quick offense. On third down, call it 17. Taylor out of the shotgun again, same formation. Drops back, steps up, throws out, complete to Hundley at the 40. Cuts it back to the 44, and he'll be backpedaled. That'll be a gain of about eight, and it's fourth down, 11 yards to go. And it's punting time for the Lions. Well, that penalty just, you know, stopped the drive, basically. But, uh, you know, we're down under, you know, going to be down under five and a half minutes. So. Tell you what, if you're going to make a call on a blindside block, it better be evident. That's what I'm saying. I, I, again, I'm... I couldn't see anything yep. on the replay. Murray's going to punt it away from the 44-yard line. 
And it's a good snap this time. Kick, it's a low line drive kick. It's gonna take a mount bounce, be brought in at the 28. It's brought down right there is French Co. Boy, a nice tackle on the play by Pollard coming up the field and taking him down. Yeah, special teams this half have been a lot, lot better. Uh, you know, punting into the wind's not easy, but we're, we're getting 30, 35 yards. That, that's about all you can ask with really no return. So we gotta have the defense stop them here. We don't want to fall down two scores this late in the game. That was a 31-yard punt, by the way. So it's first and 10 at the 25 is where they've got it spotted now for Alma. St. John, the quarterback, with Williams to the left of him. And throw out into the flat, and it is complete on the play. At the 25, bottled up and thrown down at the 26-yard line. Just a yard gain on the play to Goralski. Yeah, really good defensive play there, Dave. Second down nine. Now into the ball game is Thomas Johnstone. Johnstone out of Midland, Michigan, and he comes in at the running back position. Fake handoff to him, not dropping back. St. John's going to throw around. it off the right side, and it's going to oh, be caught. Boy. boy, that is a great catch on the play by Thomas at the 42-yard line, and he was well covered yeah. by Nick Stevenson. Yeah, he was well covered. He just kind of out-jumped him a little bit. Big, big, big play. Huge play. Takes it to the 40-yard line is where they've got it spotted. The sticks weren't even set yet. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, and they let the play go on. They didn't even have the stick set, and they brought him down at the 36-yard line. That is Hogan on the carry. You're supposed to at least let the sticks get set. That's a four-yard gain. Tucker with the tackle. Second down, six yards to go. Wind picking up, St. John. Hand, fake handoff, throws it out into the flat, complete to Thomas, the tight end, to the 25, brought down at the 20, another first down after a 15-yard gain. Yeah, simple little roll to the right, coming out of the backfield, hit him, a little tight end screen. and Well, Alma has found something here with the tight end in Thomas. Handoff Hogan around the left side, now cuts it up the middle. He'll take it down to the 15-yard line. That's another gain of four. Second down, six yards to go. Lions bringing in some defensive substitutions. Nate Owens back into the ball game. Rutherford checking back in. 3.29 and running, left to go in the third. It's a seven-point Alma lead. St. John takes the snap. Handoff goes to Hogan. Hogan takes it down to the 10. Boy, they're ripping off yeah. big yardage now. They're, they're blowing up some holes now. Yeah. That's third another gain of four, and it's third and short. Here comes their, their wildcat package. You yep. know what they're going to do. Back into the ball game is Reef. Reef, who has run the ball here today three times for seven yards and a touchdown. And he runs it out of that wildcat formation. He's going to take it around the right-hand side. Oh, they stuffed and him. And they stuffed him right at the 11-yard yep. line. Might have lost a little bit. So to bring up fourth down, he lost about a yard. I would think. Boy, Noah that. Hammond came in and just bungled that all up. Yeah, well, I would expect if they leave him in, I would expect the same play. And if they do something different, just tip your hat. 2.33 left to go. It's running, and they're going to leave him in. It's fourth and two. Well, play of the game so far right here. Reef puts them in a huddle, and now they break the huddle and go out. 
reach the sophomore quarterback. And he's going to take a quick step. He's going to throw it, and it's going to be complete on the play. At the three and diving to the pylon. Let's see if they're going to give him enough. They're going to say he stepped out of bounds at the two. We just totally Nate Webb. We just totally disregarded him. Nobody was within five yards of him. Two minutes to go. Lions. Now it's first and goal for Alma. Well, give them credit. They've taken yeah. advantage of this win. Yeah, they really have. We had a couple, uh, you know, the blindside block might end up being the call of the game. Here we go. Reef stays in. He's going to run it off right side. Touchdown. Oh, oh, he fumbled. fumbled. He fumbled, and Price picks and they're not it up. Giving it. Price is going to bring it up the right-hand side. Price at the 20, 25, 30. He's at the 40. He picks up a block. He's run out of bounds at the 48, and there is no flags. They did stop him. <laughs> well, the Lions take it back. 42 yards, 48 yards, and they got it at the 48-yard line. There's that game-changing play, Dave. Holy cow, Chuck. I, I, I thought he was in, but, you know, again, there's no replay, no nothing. The call's going to stand. We thought we were down. They probably thought they were in, but call's going to stand. First down, 49. Big play defensively, and Austin Price takes it back to the 49-yard line. That's where the Lions have it. A minute 31 left to go in this third quarter. Yeah, great return by Austin. Had the whereabouts to return the ball. First and 10 Lions in their own territory at the 49. Taylor with Beecham to the left. Fake handoff. Taylor throws out to the right, and he bounced it in front of Hunley incomplete. I'd really like to see some runs here into the win and get into the fourth quarter. We keep stopping the clock. Lions are down by a touchdown. <clears throat> Very, very, it's been proven very difficult to throw into the wind. Not yep. impossible, but it, it's very difficult. Second down, 10 yards to go. Now spread formation. Taylor out of the shotgun. They've got Beecham out to the right-hand side. Dropping back Taylor. Taylor throws it into the flat. It is complete on the play to Joey Newton. He's down Close. to the 42-yard line. Close to a first down for the Lions in Alma territory, a minute 15 to go. They're going to say he's short by a yard. They're going to go same formation. Nope, now they're yeah. going to bring Beecham back into the backfield. I would bet Cornell's getting this one. Beecham on third and a yard from the 42. Yep. Taylor's going to keep it himself, puts his head down, mm, dives. Boy. I think he's got the first down. Yep, they're going to give it to him. Yep, he's inside the 41, and that's where he needed to be. Yep, they're saying first down, so... 53 seconds till we get the win, Dave. Five years ago, they don't measure that, Chuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they don't mess with it. They just they don't no. care anymore. 50, and listen to this, Alma Especially crowd. when it's as cold as it yeah. is. <laughs> you got no shot of a measurement. Yeah. It's 25 degrees. First down. <laughs> yep. <laughs> 45 seconds to go in the third quarter. Trips out to the right. Lions going empty backfield again. Beecham is slot left. Hunley is... Wide left, dropping back Taylor, throws over the middle, complete at the 35 to the 33-yard line to Jake Taylor. Jake, his first catch of the day. Six yards, and now Alma has got a man down, and they'll be forced to, that'll stop the clock with 27 seconds left to go. Now, I'm not saying that this is... It, it wouldn't bother me if we just ran out the clock this quarter and got into the wind. Got with the wind. Yeah. Yeah, 20 it's a 40 se seconds, 27 seconds. 
wouldn't bother me one bit. Well, we're going to take a very quick time out here from Alma while the man is down. And hey, Mount alumni, we have some great news for you. The Mount is now offering alumni a new 10% discount on the Master of Science and Organizational Leadership program starting in January. Earn your master's degree with a flexible virtual format in just 20 months at a 10% discounted rate. Sign up now at msj.edu slash apply. And you're listening to Mount St. Joseph University football on WDTZ FM 98.1 in Delhi and ultimatesportstalk.com. Well, another big play in the game coming up right now. Lions have it at the 34-yard line in Alma Territory. It's going to be second and three, and now the clock will start. And they really don't have to run yeah, a play. That's what we were talking about, so let's see what we're going to do. It looks like we're going to wait it out. Yep. I, that's what I would do, but yeah, we're not interested in any more plays with the wind. No, and the Lions will have the wind at the end of this third quarter, and we are nine seconds away from it. A brilliant move by Coach Tyler Hopperton to take the wind in the fourth quarter. It's going to be huge. The Scots are leading it, heading into the fourth quarter. Here we go. Alma 28. The Mount 21, the fourth quarter is coming up next in this D3 college football playoff game on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Thank you, Wishbone Tavern, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Wishbone Tavern, 5251 Delhi Pike and wishbonetavern.com. Teaching is my calling, so when I needed to renew my license, I chose Mount St. Joseph University. The Mount offers the only program in the state of Ohio that allows you to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree. In less than two years, I combined the reading and gifted intervention specialist endorsements. Classes were convenient, fully online, and I received personal attention from my professors. The Mount helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu ohio. Lions are down heading into the fourth quarter, 28-21, but they've got the wind at their back for this final 15 minutes. Yep. Brilliant move by Coach Hopperton and the staff, so let's take advantage of it, Dave. Second down, three yards to go for the Lions. They are at the Alma 34-yard line, looking to tie this baby up. Lions will be going from left to right across your computer screen and radio dial. Beecham in the backfield for the Lions. There's the snap, fake handoff. Taylor's going to look deep into the end zone. He's got him. He's got, got Hundley out there. Oh, he dropped the ball. ball. He had the ball in <laughs> his hands in the bread basket, and it fell to the ground. Yeah, boy, that's that's a tough one. What a, what a wonderful, wonderful uh. throw by Josh. He laid it right in his hands. You can't do any better. I'm assuming by that play call, the Lions figure they're going to go, you know, they got two downs to make three yards. Uh, that's well, they are going for it. It's yeah, third down. Still third down. Yeah, it's yeah. still third down, but still. <clears throat> Boy, that was. Quarters coming out of the ball game. Cam York comes back in. Newton, slot right. York, wide right. Brock is on the left slot with Hunley out there on the left side. Beecham to the left-hand side of Taylor. Ball on the far hash mark. Taylor's going to keep it himself right up the middle. He's close, close to yeah, a first he's down. Short. He's short. Yep, he's going to be shy by about a half a yard, yep. Chuck, down to the 32-yard line. Yep. Actually, it's yeah, it's right on the 32, and they need to about the 31 and a half. Well, 
And they kind of moved it back a little bit, but I, it's about. You still got to get it. It's at the 32. Yeah. You still got to get it to the 31. Yeah, a little bit before the so 31 here we go. would do it. Yeah. Beecham in the backfield with Taylor. Fourth down a yard to go from the 32. It's fourth and a yard. Ten seconds on the play clock. Taylor looking things over. Looks in, takes the snap. Hand off Beecham, left tackle. He bounces outside, and I don't think he got it. Let's see where they I don't know, let's see where they spot He's got it the way they've got it spotted. He's got the first down. Uh, boy, I don't know. He's got the no, first down, it's at the 31. Where yeah. they've got it spotted. Oh, they moved it back. Yeah, they don't They don't have it. They should at least measure it. No, they're not. Well, there's no reason to measure where they moved it. They put it back to the 32. No, they're going to measure this one. He, yeah. he's not, I'll tell you, he's not even close. Yeah, he's we're, a, we're walking balls off. at the 32. Yeah. He needs to get to the 31. Yeah, we're walking off the field. We didn't make it. No. And, boy, boy, I thought he had the 31 easy, Chuck, but that that's just me up here, and he's shy by about a half a football. Where I thought he had it, and then they came in and they moved it back about a yard. And where the ball was spotted initially, I thought he had the first okay, down. Watching the replay, I think it's the correct call. So? That's, well, you figure you can make the three yards with Josh, and you couldn't do it. Drop the touchdown pass. So now, we got to come up big on defense yep. now. The game's, you know, 14 Four minutes to go. It's a long way to go. 14.08 left. This has been a, a game of big plays on offense, defense, special teams. Line still down by seven. St. John brings out the Alma offense from the 32. Handoff yeah, Williams, he's going to be hit yeah. back at the 25 and drop for a six-yard loss. Yeah, heck of a play there. Who can't see the number? Is that? That was, that was Path that got in there along with Hammond. Yeah, that was a great play. And they're going to spot him at the third. 27-yard yeah. line, so it's only a four-yard loss, but still yeah. brings up second down 14. Yeah, it was really good penetration there. Lions DBs are playing off the wide receivers too far, Chuck, to me. Yeah, they're, they're, they're giving them yeah. about a 12-yard cushion. Now the Alma moves a man in motion. That's French coat, and it'll, St. John will keep it right up the middle, and he's going to be hit at the 29, brought down right there. That's going to be a three-yard gain and it will be third down, 12 yards to go. We They're got, just going to give him a couple. Yeah, third and long again, so big play defensively here. Third down, 12. Third down efficiency in the first half, Alma, was three of seven for 42%. Dropping back St. John, he, he gets hit as he away. throws, and he threw it away, yep. complete. Yep, 97, Hammond. Hammond came in. He was in. really good pressure there. So it's a big stop by the yeah. Lion defense. And now Alma's got a punt into the wind. Yep, they get a three and out, just what we dialed. You know, Coach Thompson dialed that up, and uh, we should get come out of this with good field position. Beecham will drop back, set to return. Kinsvatter will be punting the football away with 12.59 left to go in the contest. It's 28-21, Alma. And that is a good snap, and Ginsvatter gets a low end over end kick that will take away from it. a bounce, and it's a good bounce for Alma inside the 35, and we drop down at the 33-yard line. We're still playing too deep against the wind with those kicks. That's a 38-yard punt. Yeah, that, that's, that'll work for them for sure. We, yeah. we got to come up 
a lot shallower. The, the wind's just knocking it down. We just have, really all year we have not made an adjustment on those, on the punts when we're, the other team's kicking into the wind. First and 10 for the Lions from their own 33. 12.48 remaining to go in this ball game. It's a seven point Alma lead. Winner goes on, loser goes home. Taylor in the backfield with Beecham trips receivers out to the left-hand side. Beecham keeps it off the right side, and he's going to be dropped near the line of scrimmage. Yeah, the holes just aren't there like they were in the first no. half. About a yard gain for Cornell. He's having to go more east-west than north-south. They're closing those gaps up fast, so really no gain. He's had only about 20 yards rushing here in this second half. 26 carries, 150 yards. He's really been shut down. Now he moves into a slot position. Lions spread the field out of the shotgun. Taylor, the quarterback, looking things over, takes the snap, looks to his left, now looks over all his options, runs out to the right. He's going to get rid of it. He's yeah. just going to throw it away. His intended receiver, Jake Ayler, slipped and fell down. So now we're third and long. Third down, 10 yards to go. He got flushed out of the pocket there. Jake had slipped. So all he could do was throw it out of bounds. Well, it's the right move, a smart move. It stops the clock, too. So Taylor, third down. again, they'll go the spread formation. Hunley is out wide to the right, slot right, Beecham. Tight end right, Cooper Jones. Third down, 10 from the 33. Taylor, seven on the play clock, takes the snap. Looks to his left, now down the middle. Steps up, throws it into the flat, complete to Hunley at the 40. Now cuts it up the middle to the 42-yard line. Little short. He's going to be short by about a yard. And now it's another decision yeah. time for the Lions. I think he'll punt it. It's going to be fourth down a yard. Yeah. Boy, they're not showing any indication. Looks like they're going to go for yeah. it. They're going up to the line. Uh -huh. Lions fourth and a yard. It's at the 43, they need the 44. Uh, Taylor again, out of the shotgun. Receivers spread. Quarterback run. Taylor, unless they're just going to yeah, fake it. Yeah, trying to draw them off sides. Don't waste the timeout. 10 seconds. Now Taylor steps back up, five on the play clock. He's going to pooch it. Yep. Here's the snap. Taylor pooches it away. Good punt. That's going to be bouncing at the 10 and bounce out of bounds inside the 15 at the 12-yard line. Nice play there. Nice play. Yeah, I didn't think they'd go for it there. Too much of a risk. You've got the wind. You don't want to give them a short field. 11.09 left to go in this ball game. It's 28-21 Alma, and they have the football heading into the wind. What a game this has been. It really has. You know, a lot of emotional roller coaster swings, and hopefully we're the last one man standing. Yes. So St. John, the quarterback. Hogan is the running back in the backfield for the Scots. And St. John from the 12-yard line. Oh, boy. He fumbled the snap, and he jumps right back on it at the 9-yard line. So that's a good start for the Lions, a negative play right off the bat. Boy, he dropped that snap. I think he was trying to hand it off to Hogan on the RPO, but couldn't get it to him as he just kept bobbling it. And he dropped on it. Now they're going to say he's back at the eight-yard line, so a loss of two. About second down, well, they're saying a loss of four. 
Second down, 14 yards to go. In motion is Nate Webb, and the handoff goes to Hogan off the left side. He's going to get back to the original line of scrimmage and maybe do about the 13-yard line. Yep, big third down, third and nine. Yep. He got back the loss and about a half a yard more, so it's third and nine. Frenchko is out wide to the right. Hogan stays in the ball game. Now Frenchko moves over to the far side. They've got trips on the yeah, far side. They're going to overload that Third side. and nine. Could be a wide receiver screen here. Hogan dropping back St. John. He's going to throw oh, it up the right side. And that's it is nothing. incomplete. No! Throw oh, he ran into him. A pass interference oh. penalty on Nate Owens. And that is abysmal. First of all, it's way uncatchable. Second of all, he ran into him. Well, unbelievable. We've had these kind of calls go against us, and it's just a shame you're deciding at a playoff game with yep. that. We're watching the replay. That's awful. It's absolutely awful. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah they're yeah, saying up here he yeah, was ready to throw that yeah. flag right away, and boy, he sure was. Yeah, that, that's a shame. Uh, that's a shame. So the ball at the 28-yard line. They keep, they're showing if there's no. It's, yep. It's just, there, there's nothing it's, there. Yeah, they're, they're, he turned to look for the ball and yep. just. And the handoff will go to Hogan around the left side, and he's going to take it up to the 30, to the 31-yard line. That's a gain of three. Yeah, you got to buckle up here. You know, yep. you got calls going against you. You got to buckle up. 9:43 and running left to go. Second down, seven. St. John from the 31, handoff Hogan around the left side, saw a hole, oh he's got the first down at the 40, oh, broken tackle, tackle. Another stiff arm, and he runs it down the left hand side to the 30, and I'm having a tough time understanding how that wasn't a face mask. An offensive face yeah, mask. Offensive yeah, offensive face mask, because he put his hand right in our face mask and pushed us off. Huge gain on the play, down to the 35-yard line. Mount defense not even set. The snap is made, and it's off to oh, Williams. Yeah. Williams to the 25-20. He's inside the 20, down to the 16th-yard line. Another big run. The Lions Chains defense. aren't even set, and they're running the clock. It's just yep. crazy. And then the now handoff. Now, now they stop. There's going to be a flag, and it's going to be a false start yeah. on Alma. These officials, they're, they're running the clock before the chains are set. This is just crazy. Well, now they're going to move them back five yards, so it'll be first and 15. Lions have got to get their heads on straight yeah, right they now. Do. Yeah, they Right now. We look really tired on the defensive line. They're really pushing us around. First down, 15 yards to go. St. John with 10 on the play clock. Moves the man in motion. That's Goralski dropping back. He's going to throw it into the He's end open. zone. He's got a man there. That's Williams. Touchdown, Alma. They've run that same play, Chuck, yep. three times where Williams just cuts right down the seam. Yep. And that gives Alma a 34-21 lead with 8.41 to yeah, go. We dropped coverage and just got behind us. No, no, nobody there to pick him up. So now Alma will attempt the extra point. That ball was just kind of lobbed up in the air. He was just that wide open. Yep. Yeah, that the, the big play of the game, the pass interference. Absolutely. 
Hernandez for the extra point. And it is up, good. I don't and think. it I don't is think. no good. Okay. 8.41 left to go. There's an official timeout on the field. Your score, Alma 34, the Lions 21 on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. The School of Health Sciences at Mount St. Joseph University is a proven leader in healthcare education. The Mount offers bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees in nursing, including a blended online RN to BSN program and the innovative MSN Magellan program. For nearly 100 years, Mount St. Joseph University has produced outstanding healthcare professionals. Learn more at msj.edu slash health sciences. Thank you, Bearcat Storage, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Bearcat Storage, two locations on Delhi Pike and BearcatStorage.com. 8.41 remaining to go in this ballgame, and the Lions right now are down 34-21. And the ball fell off the tee, was blown off the tee before he ever got to it, before... Kinsvatter got to the ball to kick it off, yeah, so now he'll try shots. it again. If it blows off again, then they got to hold it. Turner and Beecham. Kinsvatter now will squib it up the field, and it'll be taken in by one of the upbacks. And he'll run it across the 30 to the, and he's going to be brought down right at the 30-yard line. That was Barry Daniels, a junior out of Sycamore High School, returning that kickoff. So Daniels gets us back to the 30-yard line, and that's where the Lions start. Remember how we talked, excuse me, last we've got Rose Holman in the second half not making adjustments on their kickoff return. Well, I don't think we are either. So here we go. Lions are going to have to score twice in the last eight minutes and 40 seconds. First and 10 from their own 30. They've got the wind at their back. Taylor out of the shotgun. Now they've gone spread. Dropping back. Taylor looks over the middle. Can't find anyone. Now he's going to roll out to the right. And he throws it out of bounds. Yeah, really good coverage down the field. Our receivers kind of gave up. And Josh is looking for an outlet. And he finally had to just throw it out of bounds. So it brings up second down 10. 8.26 left to go in the ball game. Both these teams came in 10-0, winners of their conference. Winner goes on to play the winner of Wisconsin Whitewater and Aurora next week. And right now, Alma has got the advantage. Second and 10, Beecham to the right. They have done a great job of defending Beecham in the second half. Dropping back, Taylor looks over on the right side, incomplete, threw it right through the hands of Cam York. Yeah, that was a fastball, and the guy kind of undercut the route. So we're in third and long here, boy. We're we got to really make a first down here to kick it back to them with eight minutes to go. Would be not good. So it's third down, ten. Snow continuing to fall here in northern Michigan. Taylor with Beecham to the left of him. Receivers out wide on both sides. No tight end this time. Taylor looking things over, takes the snap, drops back, throws up the right side, and it's oh, incomplete. 
That was Austin Brock, and that's a catch he normally makes. Yeah, I mean, a little, you gotta got make the, what are we gonna do? We're gonna punt it away. Gonna punt it away. Yeah, you almost have to, but boy, to score twice in the last eight minutes, is, that's a tough ask, but. 8.18 to go, and that was a quick three and out yeah, for the Lions. Yeah, a little out in fronting, but boy, he hit his hands, and I know it's cold out there, but those are the plays you have to make if you're gonna win these kind of games. So Murray will punt it away, and he's gonna be punting it away from his own 30-yard line. Murray. And the key here is the snap, and that's a good one. He got that one away under a heavy rush, and he hung it up into the wind. It's gonna hit at the 30, take a mount bounce inside the 20, and will be down at the 16-yard line. That's a 54-yard punt. Yeah, when you get the wind, it makes a difference. And he got the roll that yeah, time. Yeah, that too. So, well, we got him All pinned right. in. You know, we clearly need a three and out, Dave. Any yeah. kind of, they get even a first down or two is going to take off a couple minutes. It's just not going to be enough time. Back at the 16-yard line. That is where Alma's got the football in their own territory. They send Lotterman out wide to the right. And Goralski is slot right. I would think with a two-score lead, you're not going to see this ball in the air at all. Williams is to the right of St. John out of the pistol. Handoff Williams around the left side. He's going to be bottled up. Then yeah, broke boy. a tackle, and he goes out of bounds. Uh, there's out, a late hit. Outside uh, the 30. Fortunately, they didn't call it. And he's going to be run out of bounds, shy of the first down, though. Yeah. We just at the 24-yard line. Yeah, boys, we know they're running. We're going to have to, yeah, you know, play like almost a goal line defense. We just can't let them keep running. Running Second and two. Downs. Yep. Second down, two yards to go. St. John is going to throw it out to the right, that's and he's going to get hit and dropped at the 20. That's going to be a four-yard loss. That's a total head scratcher right there. Why they would do that with a two-score lead, them running the ball the way they are, makes no sense at all. Gorowski with the catch, and he was hit immediately by Nate Owens. Well, we got a chance to get off the field now. Third down and five. Third down, five yards to go. 7.18 remaining. Why is it taking them so long to set the 25-second clock? Well, it's 40 seconds. It's 40. It's running down. Yeah, but they stopped it at 25, Chuck. Dropping back. St. John, uh, he's going to keep it right up the middle, and he's got the first down and slides in at the 29 for a first down. That's a killer. That's a killer. So it's 30 down, first down 10 now for Oh, Alma. that's what it is. They're, they're having clock trouble issue. They can't reset at the 40. They can only reset at the 25, so they're doing it on the field. Okay. And so you were correct. And handoff on a reverse comes off to Goralski. Goralski at the 30 to the 35. He's going to be brought down at the 38-yard line. Right now, the Lions are in danger of Alma just running out yeah. this clock. Yeah, this is six and a half minutes remaining. And that's another first down out to the 38. Yeah, it's we're in deep trouble now. First and ten. They get set, Lions not set defensively, handoff to Williams, Williams cut to the left, now back to the right, and he's gonna be upended outside the 45, near another first down at the 49 yard line. Yeah, wind or no wind, if you can't stop the run, it's just yep. not gonna work, and they're just really, they're just taking it to it. No other way to say it. 6-19 and running left to go in this game. First and 10 from the 49, handoff Williams. Williams. 
just measuring his steps, gets dropped down at the 49-yard line, just a gain of a couple. Now Hogan's into the ball game. Williams is going to leave. Williams has had a heck of a second half. 15 yeah, he really carries, has. 72 yards. Yeah, he really has. He's been he's been tough to bring down. He's broken a lot of tackles too. Hogan also 50, he's got nine carries for 71 yards. Yeah, they've really established the run in the second yep. half. You got to give him credit. 5:44 remaining. It is second down, eight yards to go, and they're milking it all, which they should do. And fake handoff, throw over the middle, complete on the play to the well, tight end, Nate Webb. Good throw and catch. We want him to throw the ball. I mean, we'll, t we'll take the chance. It's an incomplete pass. They just completed it. But we got to get the clock stopped. 13 yards on the reception. And we've still got clock issues yeah. going on. While we got a delay, I want to give a shout out to my daughter Elizabeth listening down and home. Wanted to come, but just couldn't quite get up here. So, uh, not looking good for us, honey. Now, they've got the clock set at 40. Now, now they got somebody from the sidelines going out and talking to the official. The head referee went over and talked to Tyler Hopperton. With five and a half minutes left to go in the ball game, and now we've got the officials talking to someone who came off to the sideline and we'll see what's going on here yeah it looks like they're uh, they're talking to him about the the 40 second clock they have to keep it on the field and well if that's the case it sure well, is taking them a long time to decide this <laughs> as they talk to the officials chuck yeah And they're going to reset it. Well, now they should. Well, it's 25. Now they'll put it at 25, which it should be after a passing down. Yeah, let's see what they do here. Is it working? Yeah. Not working. Not so working. I don't know if it's 40 or 25 or what. So 5:22 left to go, and unfortunately, that plays into the hands of Alma because you just don't know right what the play clock is at. And the handoff goes to uh, to Hogan. Oh, that's a hold and on. And Hogan gets hit at the 38 and dropped right there. Oh, that that was a serious hold by 63 there. By uh, they let it go. Five minutes to go. Five minutes to go. And I think the official just looked at the sideline and said, "We're going to kill the play clock totally." Yeah, that's what I would do. Just shut it off. Second down, 10 yards to go. And the handoff again goes to Hogan right up the middle. Another Hogan breaks the tackle, gets it out inside the 30 to the 25. Still going. He's at the 20-yard line. That's a 16-yard gain. Jamarte Hogan is 185 pounds soaking wet. 5'9", a freshman out of Grand Rapids, Chuck. And he just carried three players 10 yards. Yeah, he's, he's running like... Uh with the guy from Tennessee Titans, Henry. That's why he's running. He's running really hard, breaking tackles. And First and 10 from the 20-yard line of the mount. Alma trying to put the exclamation point on this. Williams off the left side to the 15-yard line where he's upended. We may want to start thinking about using some timeouts. 4.05 left. 
not only does it stop now, the clock, but it, it'll give us a little rest because we're right. really tired on defense. Thought I saw Rick Thompson over on the sideline signaling for a timeout, but evidently he's just trying to put in the play. And let's see, Alma, again, taking their time. They come up to the line of scrimmage. Second down five, handoff Williams right up the middle. He's at the 10, inside the 10, down to the six. He's got a first down. Yeah, I mean, give them credit. They have really dominated the line of scrimmage. The set. We won the first half by a mile, and they're both sides of the ball, they're winning the second half. First and goal from the seven-yard line for Alma. St. John, the quarterback, with Williams to the right of him. Trying to soak this clock for all it's worth. Hand off Williams right up the middle to the five, and he's brought down just inside the five-yard line. Yeah, I guess we're just going to kind of concede here, I think. 2.59 and running. Right now it appears that Alma is going to be going to either Wisconsin, Whitewater, or Aurora next week. And it is second and goal from the four. Pitch out to Williams around the right side. Touchdown, Alma, and that will do it. Yeah. 40 to 21, Lions down by 19 with 2.38 left to go in the ballgame. Well, Dave, I think this is going to be a misleading score. We were 21-21 at the half, and, you know, a couple of things went against us. We won't say if it was, you know, we dropped the TD pass. That was our fault. A couple of calls that were very questionable went against us, but give Alma credit. You know, they really controlled both lines, sides of the line of scrimmage this second half. So the Lions are down. 40 to 21, and Hernandez will put the extra point through. There's an official timeout on the field. 2.38 left to go in the game. It's now the Scots 41 and the Lions 21, 40 to 21 here on the Mount St. Joseph Radio Network. Thank you, Delhi Liquor Store, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Delhi Liquor Store, 5193 Delhi Pike and DelhiLiquor.com. Thank you, NYPD Pizza, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. NYPD Pizza, 5329 Foley Road, and nypdpizza.com. Thank you, Cincinnati Open Box Outlet, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Cincinnati Open Box Outlet, 6252 Glenway Avenue, openboxoutlet.com. Well, the Lions are down now 41-21. With 2.38 left to go as the ball is blown off the tee again, so they'll have to reset that. Alma should be going on in the playoffs unless a major miracle happens yeah. here. They're going to have to have somebody hold it. That's, well, that's twice it fell off, but I guess they're not going to make it. No, I, I've seen miracles, but this is. Right now, Aurora is beating Whitewater 21-14 at halftime. Wow. Lions will take the ball again, and they will have it at the 35 to the 40, and be brought down at the 41-yard line. So, well, let's let's drive down and score, put one in and finish the season on a high note. Barry Daniels returning that kick. 
Well, we'll talk about the season at the end of the game, but boy, it has been a heck of a season, and you hate to see it end like this. But Lions will have the football. Mariano McKenzie in the backfield. Alma's defense comes out onto the field now. As they are trying to wrap this thing up, 2.32 remaining. Taylor, the quarterback, he'll be back next year. Dropping back, Taylor sets up. He's going to get hit and dropped at the 35. That's a loss of six. Second sack of the day. Yeah, it, it's, it's just been really total domination the second half by Alma. There's no other way to say it. Second down, 16 yards to go. Clock at 210. Taylor looking over everything. Lions are down by 20. Dropping back, Taylor looks upfield, throws over oh, the flat. It's intercepted. Intercepted on the play yeah. by Drew Holmes. Yeah, well, that we talked the pregame, their turnover, and you know they got you know, that one's not really important, but compared to the first one, it was big. And excuse me, that was Bryce Fredenberg. So all they got to do is take three knees, and this baby's over. That's his sixth interception of the day. Minute 57. Well, no, they don't. We've got three timeouts left. Well, I would assume we won't take them. I think we're all ready to get out of Dodge here. Most of the teams in the tent. And yep. just, it's a heck of an effort by the Lions this year. They got nothing to hang their heads upon. They will finish up the year at 10 and 1. Tied for the best record in school history. 157 remaining. The season will end in Northern Michigan. St. John hands it off to Williams, off the right side. Williams to the 30, and he takes it down inside the 25, down to the 23-yard line. The defense, Chuck, is just spent. Yeah, I mean, it is. Somebody tell, Lama, somebody tell them they can just take knees. They don't have to keep running the football. They can Min take knees. Minute 46 to go. Alma's going to go to 11-0. That's going to be the best record in school history. Yep. Give them credit. And now they're going to probably make a couple substitutions here. Maybe some seniors get in the game. Or yeah, they were trying to. St. John was trying to get some things going, but this has been more than 40 seconds. But that's all right. Yeah, I mean now it, it was. Could we? Oh well. And now they just. just now there's the flag. Yeah, just take knees, guys. It's it's not that difficult. Well, they were trying to get in a lot right, of different they were, substitution but, but pattern. But they could have did that on first down. And that'll be a five-yard penalty. Yeah. Set them back to the 28-yard line. Two knees and it's over. Minute nine to go. Unless they want him to get some record or something for yardage or carries or something. Nah, I think they're going to be in victory yeah, formation. Yeah, now they're going into victory formation. They've got the quarterback set back. And now yeah. St. John will just take a knee back to the 32. That's There's amazing how teams don't get under center, isn't it? Even just, that just Nobody does it yeah, anymore. And in 10 years, they might be back yeah, under center. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. 54 seconds to go. Great season, guys. Great season. 49 seconds to go. 
The Alma crowd starting to celebrate. 41-21. Great season, coach. You did a hell of a job. Scott. And he'll take a knee. And that should just about do it, and it probably will. Alma's going to start celebrating. 41-21, the victory here this afternoon. They did the job, Chuck. They shut the Lions out here in the second half. I didn't think that could be done, especially what we did, 309 yards in the first half. Never would have dreamed they could have did it, but all the credit goes to them. They did a great job. They win it here this afternoon by the final score of 41-21. Alma will move on in the D3 football playoffs, and the season for them out is over at 10-1 and on the year. We'll be back to wrap things up for Northern Michigan after this. Thank you, Delhi Liquor Store, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football on Z98. Delhi Liquor Store, 5193 Delhi Pike and DelhiLiquor.com. Teaching is my calling, so when I needed to renew my license, I chose Mount St. Joseph University. The Mount offers the only program in the state of Ohio that allows you to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree. In less than two years, I combined the reading and gifted intervention specialist endorsements. Classes were convenient, fully online, and I received personal attention from my professors. The Mount helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu ohio. Thank you, Delhi Skyline Chili, for your support of Mount St. Joseph University football 